All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. I think that's working now. Uh, we are back to playing Werewolf the Apocalypse tonight, continuing our Future Lies and Dust campaign. And uh, we, uh, yeah, we ended, uh, you know, I, I had already killed their base, and that's that. So that's basically the end of the campaign. Uh, <laughs> but we're going to persevere nonetheless. So Melissa's very angry. Uh, so she's, uh, very angry in real life. So she's about to rage, which is very nice. Uh, so all of you can see what I have to deal with all the time. And, uh, we yeah, learned that. last session that rage is not easy to, uh, maintain. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, I've learned some things. I've learned some things. I, 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 I you guys probably should got more rage here and there, but, uh, you know, live and learn, live and learn. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're continuing tonight. Probably going to finish up the first little story arc tonight and we'll see how it goes as you see if you were able to save your cairn. Uh, because Karen is in a lot of trouble. I'm just going to lean into it from now on and just actually say Karen <laughs> is what I'm going to do. Uh, and we'll go from there. Uh, so before we get in, why don't we just do a quick round table, see who everyone's playing, and then we can get started. So, Jeremy, tell us about Eustace. Uh, Eustace, he's the uh, Philodux, heart warden, just a real nice fellow. Has a heart and soul saloon here in town. You know, tries to kind of balance things out when he's in human form. He's just really enjoying his human life. When it is time to finally wolf out, you know, he, he'll he rage much as he needs to. He's got to build up to it a bit. But, you know, just kind of trying to find that nice balance between the two. How old, how old is Eustace? I know I, I know that duck, uh, that, excuse me, that Duke is pretty old. But how old is Eustace? I'm going to say Eustace is probably early 50s. Okay, so we have two relatively elder Oh, wait, you say werewolves don't live long? I mean, like, if you're aware, like, you're, you're, yeah, you don't, it, you um, don't live that long as a werewolf. It's not that kind of life, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so you don't really see a lot of octogenarian uh, werewolves around there. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> yeah. So there's two of you that are already, that, the two of you in, in your advanced years, relative to werewolf. Relative mm -hmm. to werewolf. <laughs> uh okay all right uh and eustace you also i think you're the only one who really took damage last time is that correct i'm oh, pretty yeah. sure that's right so yeah i'm make sure to uh just fumble all my early rolls yeah and uh <laughs> just just let myself get tossed around like a rag doll because that's how you learn a system is you just put yourself <laughs> right in the mouth of your opponent that's really bad news for you as the uh the attacks of those creatures uh have one of the gifts called Callie's gift which means that uh, you can't heal and mend that damage uh, right away, uh, even mm. even even through uh, magical means. So uh, I was just doing a little little rule checkage tonight. So that's gonna be fun for you, uh, but uh, but I'm sure it'll be fine. I don't no, think we'll have no, any that's, fighting tonight. That's great. Okay. I doubt I doubt we're gonna have any fighting tonight. It's okay. <laughs> guy, I've got like three other character ideas. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, like you're at a you're at a cairn with like you know other werewolves, so you can just pick up one of those. It's fine. Yeah. My next character will be Coral. <laughs> Send Carl to Karen. <laughs> Great. Terrible. Uh, Melissa, uh, tell us about Selena and her motorcyclist friends. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>, so, <laughs> Selena, uh, when she's not in a werewolf, uh, has the look of an aging hippie. Uh, so, I was the other not spring chicken referenced uh in our uh, little werewolf group uh she is a i just had it and then i moved it children of gaia theurge her and her uh Mm -hmm. She got to use her hair's leap. I was excited sure. about that. I wasn't sure when that would come into play. And it was like and the then, first thing I did as a 
and then broke space time continuum and somehow went through a window. I recall. Um, so yes. are you guessed. also in your fifties? Are we just playing a bunch of like retiree werewolves? How old Selena? What do you think? Um, I Ish? mean, ish aging. So I'll go late fifties. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is wow. I didn't know this. I I would have changed some things. Okay. I didn't either until I was okay. describing her and then it just sort of fell into aging hippie. So <laughs> I love the optimism that there are at least so we'll find out when we get to Lou and Jock, like whether or not uh we have more fifties. But I like the optimism that there's a pack with three <laughs> werewolves in their fifties. Well, <laughs> there, the there, the <laughs> there is tonight. We don't yeah, know if they'll still be here. Yeah. 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 It's fantastic. Uh, okay, next up, uh, the uh, the the third member of the the Silver Wolves boxes or something. We've got uh, we got Duke. Tell us about Duke, Evan. Uh, yeah, Duke Dustfang is apparently a geriatric werewolf. Was not aware. <laughs> I thought I was just making like <laughs> a middle aged person, but apparently he's on deathbed. Um, he is a wandering cartographer. He's a silver fang, so he's very into the lore and history of the werewolves and kind of the lands and how they were divided many years ago. And since the war and the worm has kind of broke everything apart, he's been trying to kind of salvage that lost history and keep it together with himself and teach his pack about the old history and the old ways. And maybe mm -hmm. if he doesn't die by old age, not by werewolves, he might be able to reunite his old tribe and try to get some of his land back. But the clock is against him, so... Clock is definitely against... Well, it's, it's pretty much against everybody uh, at this point as the, the world's basically ending. Um, it's interesting, too, because, like, in the, in, the, in the reading, you know, reading reading the book, the Coral book, it talks about how, like, younger werewolf generations look to their older werewolf generations with some sort of dismay. Like, they're the ones who, who, who failed at their job. <laughs> Uh, yeah, disdain. That's a better way of putting it. Who failed at their task. So, like, I think the three of you are part of that old generation that failed at your task. Yeah. They settled, settled down and opened bars. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Uh, next up, Kipser. How old is Lou? Lou is mid 30s. Uh, oh, there we go. Not, like not quite late 50s. Uh, she is a PI, uh, works blue collar, mostly corporates, crime. Uh, and uh, she's Blackford Wolf. She doesn't have the white hair or the silver hair or the graying hair yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Who um, says other people have graying hair? I don't, I don't know. Assumptions. <laughs> No, uh, definitely. Selena dies her werewolf for <laughs> <laughs> She just goes into Krenos just so she can put the die on. Um, <laughs> and Lou is a glass spider uh, werewolf, yeah. which means they're interested in sort of connections and technology and advancements. And does believe that the older wolves have uh, just brought lore of failure and loss to uh, to Lou, and uh, that they are going to save their kin, dragging them kicking and screaming to uh a different path uh, if it even if it kills them oh it's going to it's definitely going to yeah. so uh, <laughs> but uh clearly this old way is not working uh time for a different thing <laughs> okay okay and then finally uh Aaron, how old is Jacques? <laughs> Jacques is early to mid 20s there we go uh, nice he young. Is, he is part of the young pack okay. 
Um, Jacques in dog Un- years. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacques Roulette, uh, the human name that was given to him, um, not what he considers his real name because he was born as a wolf, unlike the rest of the pack who were born as humans. Uh, he is a Red Talon tribe born under the warrior moon as an Alrun. Uh, he was uh, born as part of a true wolf pack uh, in the hills of West Virginia, where mm. uh, he was found by a, a, a kin finder and brought into his first werewolf pack uh, and, and coaxed as his first change as a small boy. Uh, but he still kept close ties to his original wolf pack. And when he was a young adult, Pentex. Uh, moved a coal operation into the area and they were actually doing research and they hunted and killed all the wolves in the surrounding hills for fear that they might be werewolves uh, inadvertently killing off his entire wolf pack so he went into a rage slaughtered everyone blew up their minds and his pack there in west virginia told him that he was uh he was a little too hot to handle and that he needed to go west uh, quickly and disappear. And that's when they gave him the name Jacques Roulette. So he turned into a hispo and he ran each night for as many nights as it took until he ran across a wolf sanctuary in Arizona uh, and found a new home, at least temporary home, and then found this new pack. By the way, he right. hates the weaver with all his heart and he thinks oh, yeah. the weaver is actually the problem. Fully supports culling of humanity um, yeah. And completely blames the older werewolf generation for having lost the war. So do do you younger people view because like 50 is not like super old or anything. I'm a, you know, they're not like, but it's just it's a very violent life is what I'm, mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. And so, like, right. you know, yeah. Right. yeah, and that yeah. clearly has not worked. OK. All right. So you got to go for a less violent. Is that what, OK, yeah, yeah. OK. Jacques, he doesn't. He has a hard time still judging human humanity, human ages, and everything. I mean, sure. he he prefers to be a wolf, and he stays a wolf as much as he can. So he yeah. has a hard time with yeah that wolf sanctuary you hang out at a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So I seem to remember when we rolled up uh, Forbidden Lands characters, Kipser, that um, like my character thought your character was like young and like needed to learn a few lessons <laughs> and that never yeah. that didn't really play out in that game but maybe that will play out <laughs> in this game we keep doing it eventually that story beat will come up so now i've already i've already written down some ideas for the next uh arc of the story and it's going to involve a bingo hall uh, so I'm really excited <laughs> about that one. Bingo! <laughs> I used to say that I rage. So I'm really excited because I know all about it. It's great. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and start up. Last time around, uh, we began as uh, much like I began the Hunter campaign is that uh, the dust storm raging over Phoenix and all of its rural outskirts. Uh, the pack you were waiting out the storm inside Heart and Soul, which is Eustace's bar. Uh, it's a n- neighborhood bar, I should say, near your uh, your sept. Uh, now, power was flickering. There were, as Lou discovered, these kind of spirit-possessed bats that were crashing into the windows and walls of the bar as well. And the patrons, uh, I guess they, they shrieked once or twice, saying there was something out uh, in the fog. And one of them even got dragged away. 
at a certain point. Selena, Lou, Jacques, you went outside. You discovered the wounded body of uh, of a, a new wolf by the name of Hector uh, Pasias, who had just kind of been found and brought into the fold uh, at Gaia's Grove. Uh, you noticed that he had been assaulted. You had you had bites and claws, all sorts of things. Once you tried to treat him, you kind of at least you, at the very least you brought him back to consciousness. He told you that uh, that the sept and the cairn were under siege, and that uh, that that he was basically sent to come to come find you. Uh, now, before you were able to race back uh, to Gaia's Grove, which is a citrus grove, uh, a black spiral dancer in this sort of corrupted, uh, partially bat-like Krenos form attacked the bar. Uh, and, uh, and the good news was that Duke had already kind of gotten all of the mundane patrons into the into the bathroom at the time. So you're able to kind of like, you know, like uh, shift and everything. Eustace took the worst of it. Uh, as uh, he got pounced on, but eventually Jacques was able to join the fight. Duke was able to kind of help out a little bit with rage, and you were all able to uh, take care of uh, that creature. You then ran back to Gaius Grove, or I think you drove back possibly, and you found that the uh, the entry gates had been smashed open. Uh, you found that some of the citrus trees had been uh, uprooted or at least damaged in some way, and then there were a number of the the buildings uh, on your uh, on your commune uh, had also suffered damage. And there was this melancholy song that was like kind of lingering on the wind. Someone somewhere was singing this, uh, and it kind of almost sort of deflated some of your rage a bit, but you're able to keep your composure about you. Uh, you found several sept members laying all around here and there. And the church, I use that term with air quotes, which, uh, basically housed a secret entrance into your underground cairn, which is a kind of underground water source, uh, was also very damaged. When you went inside, you uh, you kind of helped up a another another Garu who kind of said something about Adora Brown, the most respected elder. So she's probably you know fifty nine, something like that. I would say <laughs> uh, was missing. <laughs> and when you look down at this giant hole in the floor, you notice that the 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 normally beautiful cerulean like underground lake that that existed beneath your grove had become tainted and opaque. And that is where we're going to, we're not actually, we're not going to pick up just yet. We got to do our start of session stuff. So there's, so in the game, there's start of session healing, and this might affect some of you. If you have any superficial, superficial health damage, this is the exception, unfortunately of Eustace, I'm sorry. You can regain a number of, he, of healing dots, uh, superficial health damage equal to stam your stamina. And if you spent any superficial willpower, if you have any super superficial willpower damage, and you're fine with this, use this. You can restore this. You can restore it equal to either your composure or your resolve rating, whichever is higher. So, and that includes like you spending resolve. That's what's yes. superficial. Okay. Yes, because cool. you spending resolve is in fact taking superficial willpower damage. So it's the same thing. Okay. So we will then pick up right there. You've got this. Um, You've got this pack, not necessarily your pack member, but a set member next to you, wounded, much like all the others you've seen, including Hector, including yourselves. You're seeing, I would say at this point, you've probably seen some consistency across the wounds. There's claw marks, bite marks, and there's all of them are like this festering and infected looking uh, wound. Even Eustace yourself, you're probably still kind of feeling it here and there. Hector was even kind of vomiting this, this sludge, this bile out of his mouth as he was doing it. Uh, but they were able this this werewolf was at least able to kind of tell you that Adora she you know she's just she she's not here she was she she was missing she was doing something and when you look down 
there where there is normally supposed to be this beautiful lake it is this roiling like boiling it's like literally boiling black tainted sludge your your beautiful cairn has been seems to be being infected and you can still hear that song uh that that weird dirge on the on the on the wind i'll turn it over to you what do you guys want to do would I be able to investigate um, the the lake sort of from a science angle to see if I can see what is infecting it? Or do I understand that it's in a magical nature thing? Uh, you, I mean, knowing that this water uh, source was basically where your rituals would take place, certain rituals would take place, your rites like of shadow passage and things like that, you would literally bathe in the water and like that would open up. Uh, transit to the to the umbra you would surmise but you can certainly roll attack i think um hmm. I, I which it, it's, it'll give you some information if you want to roll like a tech intelligence tech intelligence uh sure 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 and my int uh okay and then i currently so do we keep uh we don't uh reset any rage so we keep the rage that we ended the last session with uh, yes, and actually, because you're got, you all are now staring directly at this pool, which is about as important to you all as can be. This is this is your reason for being as part of the community is keeping this place protected, and you can see it's not. I would say all of you can pick up a rage because this is this is probably extremely, extremely um, terrible to see. Like like I, I don't imagine any of you are probably taking it particularly well. Um, how'd you do on that roll? Uh, that is a six, a single six. Just one success. But one success. Okay. Don't forget, you can spend you can you can spend willpower, oh, so you can. Sorry, I read it wrong. Nine, <laughs> wrong way around. It's still it's still one success though, right? Yeah, um, still one success. So you can, if you wanted to get more, uh, you can. I'll tell you this: like all you can really tell with one success is that this this water looks like some of the most polluted runoff that you've maybe ever read about or seen in your entire life. How it suddenly became this so quickly, like this looks like this has been, uh, you know, under, like a polluted site for, for decades, not overnight or not just in an hour or however long it's been since you were last year. Sure. Um, then Lou will just kind of go like, uh, ah, it's, uh, it's not it's not good for this. And they'll uh, just grab a tube and and just with a stopper on it, collect some water for further investigation mm -hmm. later and look to the rest of the team to see. Uh, okay. so, so Jacques you, is still in. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, if you hop down, so like there's the floor and then there's like an underground cavern. So if you hop down to get some of that, uh, to get a sample, it is extremely hot in here. And like, there's all sorts of steam coming up, but that steam isn't just, you know, is, isn't just water vapor. It's, it's, there's something else in it. Like it's creating this almost sulfuric like smell. And I need you to actually roll a stamina test. Uh, so this is right. going to be stamina plus composure. As stamina you hop down and into this. composure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, how many successes do I need? I have four successes. Four is plenty. Yeah, four is enough. So you're able to, you start coughing immediately and you can quickly cover your, your mouth, you know, your, your, your face and manage to grab a quick sample, probably a slight burn, but nothing that a werewolf was going to be impacted by. Uh, and then you're able to, to, to kind of get your sample. Uh, Jacques, you were going to say something. I apologize. 
No, no, that's fine. I was just going to say that Jacques is, you know, he's got no no real skills in that kind of in that way, and and he's not particularly good to cult. But he would try because he's still in his spoke form. He would try to pick up the trail or the track of the black spiral dancers. Try to sniff out where they went or where they've been. Okay. Uh, you can uh, probably do a survival, maybe a in a wits. I would say that combo sounds good to me. Okay, okay. survival wits. It's I'll two. also say while he's rolling, Lou. You also see that there was, there's been some carnage down here as well. You don't see any bodies currently, but you can definitely see like on some of the the shore around where the uh, this water source is. There's definitely signs of blood and carnage and, and fighting. Like, which is this is this is essentially sacrilegious. This is this, someone has profaned this place yeah. in like the most horrific way. Is uh, if you come down here, be careful. It's showed uh, it's uh, hot, hot. Uh, but um, it's uh, there's it's fighting down here. Maybe we can get a trail if you're careful. Mm. Well, Jacques was thinking. I've got an idea. So. Uh, so my rage is at five now, um, and my wits and survival are four. So I'm I'm rolling four rage dice. So I'm, it can't can't go wrong. Wow! I, I got two successes and did not get uh, two. Um, yeah, two okay. two of the bad one. Oh, what's it? Uh, what a brutal, one? Uh, brutal results. Brutal. I did not get yeah. two brutal results. I got one brutal result, but not two. <laughs> I'll tell you this, the entire area is like, even though it's, it's, there's this sulfuric smell that is probably, um, it's probably covering this to a bit. How many successes did you get again? I'm sorry. Two. Yeah. The, you can still smell the same kind of, um, wrongness that you smelt on the, the, the black spiral dancer that was at mm -hmm. heart and soul. Um, I'll say with only two successes, all I would say, Jacques, is that you you think they're still in the area. You think they're still mm -hmm. in the grove. Uh, but in terms of like a specific direction, it's it's just mm -hmm. kind of like sensory overload. Like it's like it's like everywhere. I'd like to try and pair up with. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say. So he would let go of the hispos form and take his hated human form, uh, so he could communicate that to everyone mm -hmm. standing there naked in the middle of the citrus grove, going, "They're still here somewhere." I've got. I suppose we communicate somehow while we're still in wolf form, but I'm wondering if I can kind of reverse engineer an ability I have, because one of my rights is the right of the living care, and like, I know the important spots to take care of to help keep this vibrant. Sure. I've, I'm wondering if you can intuit then, I might have an idea of where they would go if they want to desecrate it. Like, I know the holy spots to go to, so I can maybe guess what the most likely next place they would go to to try and totally ruin what, it. What do you roll for that right? Normally, I roll wisdom plus craft. I don't know okay. if you'd want something different to try and come at it from a different angle. I would say you can. Mm, yeah, um, I would say it's definitely an occult. Uh, okay. yeah, but I but the whatever you pair with that, you can kind of pair whatever you want with that is fine. But a cult would probably be what I want. Um, wisdom. Oh, wisdom is one of the. I'm sorry, it's one of the renowns. So you can do a cult renown if you want. That's fine. Or um, even an occult wits, I would take. Occult wits? Okay. Yeah, one out of seven one dice. Success. I get that. One you can success. take a you can take a willpower. Uh, mm -hmm. to be, mm -hmm. And you roll three. You can re-roll three dice. Yeah. 
Okay, I'll do that. All right. Uh, and let me know how many total you got. Okay. So this yeah. is got two total, I think. Two, two total, yeah. Okay, so I would say you would know... You're, so the grove itself is is isn't enormous. Um, like you have mm-hmm. an extremely large uh, uh, acreage here, and the two most there's no there's no spots more important than this church that you're in. Uh, mm-hmm. But the second one would be the trees themselves, so the groves themselves, and that you would know that the more central the trees, the the larger and the older that they are, the more important they are. Uh, and every year you've been kind of like replacing or planting or, or kind of pushing outward, but there are these central handful of trees in the center that are probably the second most important, at least not necessarily from a, from a, you know, they're maybe more from a symbolic sense in some ways, mm-hmm. which in itself could probably affect, uh, like the spirituality of the place. Okay. I'll, I'll share that. With my so is that something thing. for us to go check out then? That's that would be what I would strongly push for. All right, let's. This is uh, just a absolute travesty what they've done here, and we need to figure out the extent of everything that they've done and uh, bring them to heal. This will. We don't think there's anything out of character. We don't think there's anything further down here. I mean, she said you saw, saw carnage, but. I um, would like to investigate this area, but I wanted you guys to go ahead to the grove to make sure it's safe while I, I do a quick check to see if I can get the direction or anything. Jacques drops down into wolf form and takes off into Lucas yeah. form. Okay. So a couple I will of catch you up. are running out into the groves themselves, and then mm-hmm. uh, Lou, you're hanging back. Uh, Duke, yes. what are you doing? Um, I think at some point Duke is like gonna snap and he's gonna turn into Krenos and just go like rage into whatever he thinks the danger is. So maybe depending on what they're saying, he's gonna go to the grove. But yeah. for Duke, it's like his first true pack, and what's happening is like he's not protecting it, and he feels like he should be, and he's just snapping and like he's not listening to anyone. Maybe he hears bits and pieces, but it just all turns red. Okay. So uh, so you, sh- so are you going to shift? Do you, do you want to shift yeah. into something? Mm-hmm. Um, so but I know there's repercussions for it, but yeah, it's, it's up to you. Like they, like there's costs for shifting. So like Krenos is like the really monstrous form. Glabro is like the half wolf, half human form, like where you're yeah. like still humanoid still. And then, then there's the two wolf forms. Um, so the, so which one do you want to go into? Krenos. All right, so then it's uh, it's basically two rage checks. So basically, so roll two d tens. Yeah. Also, if yeah. if you have to spend one willpower every mm-hmm. turn. Okay. No, I know, but okay. just, I'm just doing it because of Duke, not because of Evan. Make yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, I succeed, so I lose one, but keep the other. Okay. So I mean, you're, you're going to turn no matter what, but you lose. Okay, so you lose one. Uh, all right. So the rest of you, with the exception of Lou, are racing out into the grove, and you're looking and you're trying to find. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get out of the ruins of this church, you can see that, again, there are dotting the landscape, like all over the place. It's 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 very dark, I should say, too. You have like some lights are lingering or still on in some of the buildings, but it's still very dark. It's not too much of a problem for for, for you all as werewolves. Like you can you have 
kind of better acuity, obviously. But you the the dust storm has died down somewhat, but the winds like there is still a storm, but it's not like you're being pelted any longer with dust. Um, you also see all around are the bodies of of your people who live in the sub community. You've probably checked a few of them briefly as you came in. You've got the same kind of wounds and such that Eustace had and that Hector had, etc. So you can tell that they've they've suffered a similar fate. Um, and what I would also say is that the groves are, are enormous and they are, as this is a benefit, extremely dense and, lush, and like lush uh, in ways that no other grove is in, in, in like the Southwest. It's just that that's just the, the benefit of this. But I will tell you right off the bat, you when you're looking around, you can see that many of those are withering. Like you can see that there's dead fruit that is in front of your in front of your eyes, like time lapsing kind of turning brown and dropping. You can see leaves are falling. You can see a few of them are kind of becoming these gnarled old versions of themselves, this sort of slow decay. Um, and it seems to begin on the outskirts and kind of working its way inward. And you're just watching this as a waft of it. Um, anybody who wants to uh, can roll an awareness test, but uh, it's going to be a two dice penalty uh, to try to kind of locate kind of where like this central you know where it might be kind of leading towards awareness wits uh, awareness wits is totally fine yeah okay and two dice penalty two dice penalty yeah for other things uh i got a 10 and a six um i'm gonna spend a willpower to re-roll my other two dice and see if i can pop that up a little bit okay Okay, okay. Two tens, uh, uh, six and a seven. So four, five, six, six six successes. A crit, two, with two tens. Okay, so is anyone superior, anyone above that? Okay. Um, Just two. I will tell you this, Jacques, you, 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 you said you're in wolf form. Mm -hmm. You're moving. You're you're moving at great speed. Duke has has gone Krenos and has just rampaging through the, the site of this, of your once amazing and beautiful grove being desecrated. And you see in the distance, there is a, a cloud, Jacques, like in the middle of the grove, this kind of orange brown, almost like fog like a cloud that just seems to be hovering in the middle of the, the cent most central part of the grove. As you get closer, your eyes can see that it's kind of spinning and spinning. And not only that, you're hearing the dirge grow louder and louder. It's almost imperceptible. Like a human, like a, a person in human form might not notice it, but like, like you're, you're hearing it kind of grow louder and louder, almost as if it's like kind of camouflaging, like where it's coming from to a degree, but you do notice imperceptibly. You would surmise that whoever is doing this singing, whoever it's some sort of desecration, right? And this mm -hmm. song is attached to it and they are likely within that, that fog. So, uh, Jacques, uh, as a wolf lets out this howl and you see him pivot and start to make his way. Um, and he's judging it so that right as he gets close to breaking the edge of this this orange storm, uh, he shifts into Krinos form at that point. Okay. Uh, I already know Duke's in it. And so you're, I would imagine you're racing as well. What about Eustace and Selena? Same. Okay. Uh, are you uh, any for, is there a specific form you're in or anything? I was 
I was in Hispo previously. I would assume I'm still in that. Just yeah. it seems like a good fast form. Yeah, it's oh. uh, yeah, it's totally fine. Um, I'm pretty sure I was in has Labro, so I think I'll do the one check to get then from. Okay. Oh, it's still I mean, two again, rage checks. Still to get two from, checks. Yeah. yeah, it's two. It's two rage. Yeah, it doesn't reduce it. Okay. So, Jacques. I'll say Duke is then probably already in Krenos is like closely on the heels. Eustace as well. Uh, Selena, the four of you kind of right on the edge of this, this cloud, you start kind of pushing inward and I'll, and, and you notice that as you start to push in, it's maybe about a five foot depth before you don't see any of this dust cloud anymore. It's like suddenly this clear, but in front of you, there it is again. And you have to push through another wave and another wave. And you realize it's like these looping, spiraling dust cloud. And I would also roll over, Jacques, your awareness. You see now there are, and you can smell too, three separate forms in here. One, I mean, they all, they're all tainted. They're all foul. They all certainly smell similar to what you've scented before. One of them, however, is different. And you would probably, you're smart enough probably to associate forms and you would guess one is not in Greenos, but two are, and they're lingering in here somewhere. Um, if you guys, so you guys tell me your approach. Are you just going, just flying in like as fast as you can? Are you sneaking in? I know a couple of you are in Krenos, so like I would imagine you two are going nuts, but no, tell me. I, I would, especially if there's a couple already in Krenos, I would let them go charging in. Okay. I would make the assumption that the one who's not in Krenos form is the one doing the song. Mm -hmm. So my thought is let the two giant full-on werewolf monstrosities go and cause a lot of noise, try and circle around and chomp at the uh, whoever's playing this ballad. Okay. So really quick. Um, so I was in Glabro. I, it takes two rage checks to get to Krenos. I failed both rage checks. Okay. So you That's... lose two rage. So I'm out of rage. Even with the... Uh, I had this, two? This, this, um, even with... Okay. So you... Uh, you have lost the wolf. You have already, I think you've howled for today. Mm -hmm. I think we and all so, howled. Yeah. We all and howled so I, last session. Yeah. And so as you plunge into the dust, like something about the scent, something about the song, whatever it might be, you feel oh, no. the claws come back. Like the, the, the length of your nails begin to retract the hair, the tufts of hair that show up underneath your, your chin and, you know, all up and down your arm begin to recede and you can feel everything kind of reducing and you feel yourself getting weaker at the same time. Uh, at that moment, uh, I would say there are, there's some movement within, uh, within this sort of dark, dark, dusty fog. And there are some shufflings of, of, of shadows. It's as if these, these, there's these two kind of sentry figures that you think probably are, are defending the one, doing this ritual begin kind of pincering and charging in the direction through this, through this dust cloud, uh, towards you all. So, but you all, but you all get to kind of tell me what you're doing. So we're going to, we're moving to like a, basically a, 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 you know, initiative essentially here. So you guys just tell me what you do. You can see there's two dark, large shapes chasing in at you. And then there's what you presume is that third kind of more homage shape somewhere in there too. So how do you all want to handle this? Tell me what you're doing. Um, I think Duke will, as they're charging in their Krenos form, um, he will kind of not really like very 
obvious or human-like, but he'll kind of try and direct Jacques towards one of them, like almost pointing, and he'll just, you'll hear the, the deep, kill them, and pointing at one specific one, mm-hmm. and just going to charge right at him. He doesn't care if it's like a massive football tackle. He's just going straight to sure. protect. Charging into one. Okay, Jacques, um, you yes, sense master. this. Yeah. So you're, you're going to tag team one of these large shapes kind of coming at you. Perfect. Um, Eustace, Selena, what are you two doing? I mean, my initial thought was that they're probably going to draw a lot of attention. I would try and circle around and see if I get behind and catch the one doing the song. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to want to stealth from you. Uh, and then Selena, what are you doing? Um, Selena might try to do mother's touch on Eustace to do something useful. Um, before he goes, okay. Uh, Okay, that's fine. That's int uh, glory. We'll we'll resolve that first because I think the other okay. one's just going to be a, a contested combat. So let's go ahead and do yours first, even though we're, we're slightly out of order. Uh, give me your stealth. Give me your your check for your mother's touch, and let me know how you do. Uh, so that is two tens, which I believe is four successes. Oh, I forgot. I get nice. bonus two. Wait, does the hispo not get to non stealth for hispo? Right, it's minus. Uh, it's you're in his minus so two, form? yeah. Minus yeah, two minus to stealth, two. the non stealth physical tests. I is the it a minus two or is or two, it's dice, two bonus, dice bonus? Me, two to, dice bonus to non stealth physical tests, yeah, yeah. So I don't get a bonus, is what I'm going for. Like, no, it's no, not you, a penalty, you get, but it's just not a no, bonus. No, it, you, it, is a, it is a penalty. You lose two penalty. dice for your stealth checks. Oh, really? Labro yeah, has no, the no, you're a giant wolf. You have two dice, it's two dice penalty to avoid detection. That's what it says. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so yes, well, you do have a minus two. Poop. Might be offset by the cloud, but but then again, they made it, so who knows? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the cloud's not gonna I'm be helping gonna, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna continue my thing of just rolling one success on everything. So here we go. Okay. Jeremy doesn't so, know the system well and makes poor choices. <laughs> <laughs> no, that just make the choice. It's a story. That's yeah. all, all we're doing is telling yeah. stories. All right, so you have one so success, I rolled, Eustace? I rolled two yeah, tens one. for the healing. Great. Nice. Which is four successes. Mm-hmm. And so what is this? Um, what is the effect of this? So it, the number of successes is equal to the amount of superficial damage. If the number of successes is greater than my rage, and I've got no rage, so then I can instead heal aggravated damage. So I got four successes and I've got no rage. As he goes darting off into the shadows and you reach your hand out and you kind of brush against his fur and you see the horrific claws and bites of, of the, that the form of the, of the, the black spiral dancer did to him. There's something about the taint. There's something about what's in those that there's no healing from magical means. So it does not actually heal him. Unfortunately, there is okay. something about the, so it's a, it's a gift. It's Selena called, just sort it's of looks Calistar. a little confused confused at uh eustace because she you know kind of reaches out to touch and expects to see a change and doesn't see a change and is like damn okay because now she is rageless and (laughs) successful at healing rolled one success in your stealth test right yep (laughs) buddy i don't want to kill eustace that's okay all right uh so eustace you go sneaking and you're trying mm-hmm. to circumvent around. Thinking. And as the two giant 
shadows are converging on your location, Duke and Jacques just leap and tangle with one of them. The other one, however, however, <laughs> suddenly darts in your direction. And as it does, it kind of leaps into the air and you can see that it glides down as this sort of bat-like webbing underneath its, uh, underneath its arms and allows it to just sort of coast down and jump right on top of you. Nice. Uh, all right. Duke and Jacques, both of you are going to be making attacks against this, uh, this one raider. So go ahead. I have and, a question before yeah, we roll. Can I try and use like leadership for Jacques to give him more dice or something? As or, opposed like, to I, you rolling? Yeah. Like I don't yeah. like, he's not a combat, like he's in combat form, but he's also like not a combative person. He's in the sense of like, he wants to try and help Jacques obviously tangle with this guy, but he wants to give Jacques a better opportunity whether it's like guiding him or like they're they kind of like mind meld with the blood. Okay, so just remember that Krenos Forms gives you four I, dice bonus to all physical tests. Yeah, so I get so, five okay. dice. I have a plus one. That's okay. All, all right. Uh, so let's see. Non intimidation social test auto fail. I don't. I think this is uh, ordinary communication is nearly impossible. But I would say. Okay. No, I no. I'm just reading. The within the I path, think yeah. you can do it. I think you can do it because like if you're if you're taking like the pack alpha, like you're threatening him to do it, or you're kind of, if you're using intimidation to get Jacques to, to bend to your commands, then I would say yes, then it's fine. That okay. makes sense. Uh, so go ahead and roll, uh, roll leadership, um, manipulation or charisma. that's fine. Uh, yeah. I think let's do charisma. Cause it's, it's probably less cause manipulation sounds more controlled. Charisma sounds just yeah. more innate. Oops. And okay. let me, it's going to be against the, basically a general difficulty of the encounter. So, and then the difference will be how many bonuses he gets. Okay. And just tell me how many successes you have. Um, I'm going to reroll some. I have one so far, but i get some more. And uh, three. Three total. Okay. Uh, so Jacques, you can take one bonus die, uh, as okay. you feel like this innate anger and sense of like, you like, you have to do this. Like, this is mm -hmm. something that Duke, if, if you don't go and rip this thing apart, Duke might, might force you to be ripped apart. Uh, so okay. get a plus one on your attack. Uh, so I'm going with a bite. So, uh, Jacques is leaping in and latches onto this thing's chest and tries to bite its throat out. So I'm going for the aggravated damage. I'm rolling Absolutely. 13 dice here, five rage dice. Beautiful. Oh, uh, okay. I got a crit and an eight and a seven and a six. I did get a brutal on two of the rage dice can't remember exactly how that works in these circumstances that's, that's probably going to be good in this circumstance because it's combat uh, one two three so. four five six seven eight nine ten eleven uh 12 successes and a brutal result okay you have 12 successes 12 successes because the crit was for four so can you walk me through how you got to 13 dice <laughs> uh, got, i don't think that's that makes i've sense. got i've got four brawl <laughs> Four brawl, okay. Four, uh, four strength is eight. Okay. Yeah. Plus four for being in Krino's form plus is 12, twelve. Plus one okay. for plus one front. Yeah, okay. That all it all tracks. Uh, okay. That is math. Uh, so then, uh, I'm just checking something with. 
right. with insta kills. Yes. No. Oh no no no. He's gonna no, no, rip no, this no. guy apart. Uh, as it was a difficult. It was only a difficulty of six. So so or so that would have been seven total points of damage, which these have exactly seven health. Uh, so Jacques, go ahead and describe how you insta give this one. So exactly what he said. He, he launches. You know he gets. He feels Duke revving him on and just the rage hits him and he launches and he sinks his claws into this thing's chest of his arms and his bite just comes down as this thing's lifting his head to howl with so much force that he bites its head off. Okay. So you, um, you go ahead and you rip its head off. Like with your teeth, you just spit it off to the side. Um, Duke, you need to spend a willpower point. Jock, you're fine because you're actually killing something. So make sure, Duke, you're continuing to spend willpower. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you're in a frenzy. Oh. So basically, it's basically every turn since we're okay, in structure cool. time. Um, and that's okay. that's different than the when you spend it to reroll, or it's the same. So a Garu enters frenzy if at the start of a turn while in Krinos form, <laughs> they didn't kill anything in the previous turn and they fail to spend a point of willpower. So I think if you spend willpower, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. So as long as your willpower doesn't go completely depleted. So it's just basically willing yourself to stay in it. You can, and again, you can always, if you want, shift out of it before, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Willpower. before it gets too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the other one is going to pounce on Eustace. Uh, Eustace. Uh, actually, actually, no, it's not because it, it just detected you this turn. So it'll be next turn that'll actually do something to you. All right. So then, Selena, you, uh, you, Okay, you are you did your your health, so I think we're done. I think we're done with that round actually. So new round will start, mm -hmm. uh, and we see that there is a the head of a <laughs> the head of a a black spiral dancer rolling on <laughs> the ground, bleeding into the earth. The second one has now pounced on top of Eustace's and getting ready to rip him apart. Uh, Jacques and Duke, you're still you're you're still in Krino's form. Selena, you're still there uh, in your Hamid form, and you can still hear the sounds of the singing. Uh, what do you all want to do? I think Jacques would, seeing that the other one has moved away from his protected role, he would lunge at the uh, the ritualist. Okay. Uh, so you're going to charge in, so that'll be your turn. Uh, Duke, what are you doing? Uh, I think the same thing. He's going to come in. Like the same, that's what I wanted to do anyways. Command him to okay. go for this leader singing figure okay. and just like, it's like same thing. It's like egging him on. It's pushing him to like that brink. Okay. So you're you're essentially like hounding him in a way, like you're yeah, just kind of, kind of and yeah. And I'm like, it's like almost like I'm like guiding him into where to go. Okay, uh, very then, tough blue healer. <laughs> <laughs> and then Eustace, what are you doing? Uh, I think it's time to do some castling. We've switched up who's going for the ritualist and who's doing with this. So basically, <laughs> I I see the bat like wings coming in on me. The yeah. hispid form like ducks down and hopefully let him go over me a little bit, and I'm gonna pounce on him. Okay. Uh, and then Selena, what are you doing? Uh, Selena is being a useless human <laughs> with no uh, weapons or anything okay. else around. So she's uh, spattered with the blood of this thing getting decapitated and just trying to kind of slink in the shadows a bit and uh, not get killed. Okay. Uh, let's start with Eustace is that's because we were already in melee together. Go ahead and roll your brawl uh, okay. strength test versus its attack. I'm going to do a quick so rage check for raging strike. 
think I'm only ever going to damage Jeremy at this point. Uh, <laughs> That's fine. Okay, so I do get it off. So that'll get me up to 10 dice. Okay, man. That's pretty good. Give us that roll. I have my number. I'm ready to go. So Eustace is a killing machine, too. It's he pretty, can work himself up to it. Yeah, it's pretty uh, good. So it's good because I have no two, combat. Three, four, five. <laughs> five successes. I think five successes will beat my four. Uh, you, so the two of you scrap, and you do exactly as you say. You kind of flatten a bit. It floats over you. It turns around to try to like to just try to rake through you with claws, but you do manage to stay low to the ground. And as it does, you leap up and you bury your you bury your teeth into its yeah. side, and you can hear it. <laughs> Like this horrific, like it's, it doesn't even sound like a wolf as it screeches, uh, as it will take. You said, uh, are you using your bite? Is that what you're I'm going to do the bite with the ag damage. And you're in Hispo, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be two total aggravated damage, I believe. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that one is, uh, the, the two of them are kind of fighting. Uh, at this point, uh, Jacques and Duke, you charge into the center. You're not quite in melee with him yet, uh, but you you push through like this outer ring. And as you do, you can see there is very much a human man standing right at the center. You see all around him, the kind of brown soil has turned like this kind of sickly dark green and black. Uh, you can see that rot is just radiating out from him. Uh, when you when he turns and looks at you, his eyes are are just miles away. Uh, you can see that there's just this this black icor kind of dripping from them. He has what looks like these self harm portions, like where he's kind of just carved spirals and branded as he's wearing what very much looks like a muscle shirt. And you can see this big frat like frat like brand on its side. And at, at the moment, it's kind of pulsing and glowing almost. And he continues to sing. And sing, and at the sight of the two of you, he just grins, and you can just see this crazed smile. And he just continues to sing, and he does nothing else. As the two of you can go ahead and roll your attacks, and he and he smells like a human. He's 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 in human form, so he's in, he's oh. in homid form. Okay, yeah. oh, okay, okay, okay. All right, yeah. all right. So I'll roll same thing to try and give you some bonus dice. Ooh, okay, okay. Four successes. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me roll for that. Uh, okay. Uh, you can take plus two this time. Ooh, nice. Okay. Oh, not as good. Eight, six. Oh, still got two tens, though. Three tens. Sorry. Okay. Well, That's it isn't cool. too bad. Um, That's a oh, four tens. Sorry. I got four tens. Sorry. You count <laughs> each pair. So that's 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 successes. <laughs> okay. This guy. I'm, I'm going to take a picture of this. Nobody will believe me otherwise. Uh, okay. So the good the good news for this guy is I actually rolled a 10 on my difficult thing. But the bad news is how many successes did you say? 13. <laughs> you, you, still, you still do 8 damage to him. Uh, so, which is more than enough. So go ahead and describe how you rip this guy apart. So this time he comes in, he grabs him 
under his jaw and just kind of snaps his neck back and just buries his muzzle in his chest and rips his rotting heart out and spits it on the ground. As you spit it on the ground, it lands and all around you, all of you can see this. Uh, Lou, maybe not if you're in the cavern still. All at once, instantly, all of that swirling kind of sand fog falls to the ground completely. You, the dirge singing is gone. You don't hear that anymore. And Selena and everybody else can now say that Eustace is in a tussle uh, with this other Krenos. Uh, and we'll turn to that one because that one's still going. Uh, so Eustace, what are you, you, you're still brawling with this guy? I mean, yeah, I I'm not going to turn my back to him. <laughs> okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll your brawl uh, strength. Again. I think I have to make that check each time. It's the one downside okay. of it. But I did. Oh, I don't know that you... This is, of course, this would be the thing that I crit on. It's the thing <laughs> that you can't crit on. That it doesn't actually crit. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. I think oh. that's better. It's better to crit and not need it than to not crit and need it. Yes. Yeah. Okay, right. come on. Scroll down. Uh, one, two, oh, three, terrible. four, five. Five again. That's still more than I have. Uh, so it's basically the same thing uh, mm -hmm. as um, that'll still. He's already hurt. He's got the festering damage. injuries. He's just doing his best to like. Do playing maybe job. a little defensive. So we see this massive Krenos form. Like you're in direwolf form, so you're quite big mm -hmm. too. But it does normally this would be a mismatch. But uh, this thing you you are doing quite well with this one. Yeah, the raging um, strikes uh, uh, spirit animal is a direwolf basically. So he kind of he gets as many dice doing that in this form as he would in Krenos form. Okay. Um. So I will say that you are actually going to you should you should take a point of superficial damage, uh, actually, as you bite into this thing and mm -hmm. you feel like this smoldering on the roof of your mouth and your your gums as the skin itself, the skin of this creature is in it of itself kind of it, it's got this heat to it uh, that you would mm. not have expected. And maybe the first time around, you didn't quite get all the way through the skin. But okay. this time around, you do is uh, it, it also has the kiss of Helios. Uh, okay. Would that be considered uh, him yes. damaging me or me damaging myself? It's it's anyone anyone striking the user with their bare flesh sustains superficial damage. So just from pure Basically, I don't know if I could justify using my reprisal. Um, I mean, you're the one who triggered the damage, so I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. We'll you're gonna that. have you're gonna have a Krenos come in and rip them apart for you in a second. So, uh, uh, all right. I so, just, Jacques Duke, you I see need what's happening. whatever I can get. <laughs> Jacques and Duke, you see what's happening. You see this this wrestle on the ground. How you doing, Duke, with uh with your willpower costs and everything? Uh, I'm fine. Yeah, okay. I think at this point. With both of them dead, um, he will shift back into Hamid, and it's the same thing. He like basically gives Jacques a pat on the butt in the direction of Eustace. Go get him, boy! Yep. <laughs> but you know he's like way smaller now, and this is massive Krenos form, and you just see Duke, who's okay. I guess naked and at this point, <laughs> okay, covered yeah, in scars. Be, be dedicated just, clothing. Okay. Yeah, and he just. Uh, I'll do the same thing, just try and guide him and lead him into okay. the last one. And just says, right. protect the pack, Jacques. Ah, oh, master. 
All right. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say if I crit. I do not crit. Uh, so let's, I don't think we need to roll this out mechanically. So okay. between Jacques and Eustace on this thing, it's going to die. Uh, it's already taken half, its, more than half its health. And with the two of you fighting it, you're definitely going to kill it. So why don't the two of you just, just describe how you tag team and rip this last one apart. I think I'm nipping at its wings, just trying to like, Eustace is playing much more slow and defensive and nipping at its heels, nipping at its wings. So it can't fly away. And uh, and so he's he's fighting him, and the thing doesn't see Jacques coming. So Jacques leaps on its back, digs his claws in, grabs him his rib cage from the spine, and blood eagles him while he's still alive. Yes, you hear a terrible whimper uh, as this thing collapses to the ground. Tongue just flops out, and you can see there's these little sores and pustules on it as it grows still and. I'm pretty sure even black spiral dancers revert back to their Hamid form. Uh, so you're see as slowly a, a what is it? That's spread eagle. That's not the right thing. Blood eagle. Thank you. It's not spread eagle. It's right there in front of you. And you have you have defeated uh, these last remaining uh, black spiral dancers. You have stopped the dirge singing, and the. That swirl of dust has has stopped as well. Uh, so we'll we'll kick back to Lou really fast as the rest of you can think what you want to do in terms of the the carcasses and whatnot. Uh, Lou, you've been in this place um, by yourself, but we can say that the you know one of your sept community members uh, was here as well. If, if you if you need somebody else, but what have you been doing this whole time? So Lou has been trying to uh, just investigate the fight and trail where the bodies may have gone because the fact that they're missing is un unexpected. Like, where are they yeah. in the water? Are they like where? Have, because I imagine there is a sacrilege to removing the wolf body after it's died as well. So you can... The easiest role for this is a cult, but if you don't want to roll a cult, um, I would say you can roll. Do you have Do you have any wisdom? Investigation. I'll take investigation. <laughs> I'm gonna put a high. It's gonna be a higher difficulty I'm than a cult because this is really an occult issue. But like, okay, I've got one in a cult, and I've got four in in investigation. Plus, sorry, uh, plus, plus uh, intelligence. Wits? Intelligence. Intelligence in this case. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, roll it. Roll roll your investigation. It's fine. Okay. Uh, that is going to be a nine, uh, da, 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 two nines. Okay, so I have two successes uh, since you said it was higher. Um, it's three willpower to reroll the the dice. Yeah, how many? Do, how many did you get? Two. Uh, yeah, go ahead and reroll. Do, do reroll. I want I want a third success if you're using investigation. Okay. Yes. It yes, makes yes. sense though that you're struggling with this because you're like the tech nerd of the, yeah. of the pack. To be fair, uh, I, to be fair, to be yeah. fair, I do have uh, quite a bit of uh, random spiritual stuff as well. Uh, that okay. is three successes. All right, you as you're looking around, like there's a great deal of carnage. Um, you you're also familiar that that werewolves have significant regeneration, hmm. but one of the things you would know, obviously, is that the this location. In terms of trying to get through the gauntlet to the Umbra, to, to the other side, this is the most potent place 
normally to do it. You, since you're not really seeing any clear paths out of here, that, that bodies have been dragged, you would probably presume that some of them, maybe Adora herself, maybe some of the Black Spiral dancers, maybe whoever else, might have actually, before this pool became so tainted, tried to pass through. Because a place that, that, you know, something happening so terrible in the physical world it's something terrible has got to be happening, even more terrible, perhaps, in the Umbra, right? So it's so you've you've managed like you don't necessarily know this now, but you all have, have kind of resolved the physical world. But something more insidious might be happening on the other side, and it's possible Adora tried to go through when she had the time. All right, Lou will just like knock out a cigarette, put it in. It's a little better smelling than the. Uh sulfur but uh and she'll kind of like uh see if she can walk up because she's gonna need selena to uh to she knows selena has more of the information on the spiritual so she's gonna start heading up towards the grove yeah you'll hear from like there was that one uh that one werewolf that was like next to you uh when you guys first met uh we'll call him uh we'll call him cyrus uh as he says uh they I think they defeated the song no longer echoes. The dust has fallen. I heard screeches of pain from cowardly wolves. Yes, it's uh, is uh, likely that Jacques uh, got got to them a little, but it's uh, meltre. On y va, ne? On y va. I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> But I will yes, come with yes, you. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Uh, come, Sepsis. come. Let's, uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I will come with you, system in this area. Go. So we'll say the two of you, uh, and uh, you, you reach this this section of the grove. Many, many of these trees have have suffered significant rot instantly, almost. And although many trees are still intact, there's there's like your grove is, is suffered severely and everything in this and like the stench of rot is still in the air. Um, but you do eventually find Jacques and Duke and Eustace and Selena. You find them near the center. You find three brutally destroyed corpses, uh, presumably of black spiral dancers themselves. And you are all back together. Ah, I see you have uh, done a very good job. Um, according to investigations, uh, it looks like the maybe the people that were fighting down in the lake are in the Umbra. Hmm. Je ne savais pas. Oh, yes. Sorry, something yes, it may actually be useful with, and you just she's always wearing these sort of flowy clothes, so I imagine she still probably has them on. I was not at all useful with that but this i can i can help with we we have to we have to find her mm, yes i uh i i came for you selena yes jacques shifts out of crinos and into lupus form hikes his back leg marks his kills kicks some dirt on him and then walks walks pads away as a wolf back towards uh the defiled cairn hmm. 
So would this be Selena utilizing um, like shadow sense? So a shadow sense? Uh, oh, maybe I wrote what that are you down looking? Wrong. What are you trying to accomplish? Uh, we're trying to in, like figure out the connection to the Umbra. Uh, okay, roll Selena. You can roll an occult. Um, I can aid uh, you. I have a cult. Yeah, go ahead and roll a cult. Take plus one from Duke as the two of you discuss this. Uh, Lou shows you her findings. I'll say this, that the that the the boiling polluted water has not changed. In fact, the cavern is growing even more and more covered in this, this hideous sulfuric steam. You notice that the waters are beginning to recede and recede and are getting thicker and more viscous as more of the fluid is evaporating. This this beautiful once uh, amazing uh pool has is being is still suffering from the effects uh, although the rot up top seems to have abated uh it, down here it seems like whatever they've they've initiated is still going which again lou you would probably conclude there's something going on on the other side i i don't have the willpower for number of sense but selena i think this is more your territory at this point uh, Selena is flustered. Things are not going particularly well for her this evening. Um, or the entire sept. But that's fine. Make it about you. <laughs> well, ahead. it was <laughs> it's more just I completely failed that role. Like, completely failed that role. Um, okay. Would we know, so, like... Well, go ahead. Keep going. Uh, I'm going to spend... Willpower and reroll some. Willpower mm -hmm. to reroll. So each willpower you spend um, can do three dice, I think. So if, oh, so you can do yeah, more so than one on a I roll. I think so. I think you can stack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's three. Oh. It's three. Yeah. I'm gonna cool. I'm, I'm gonna do that and reroll yeah, all it. of them because <laughs> okay. everything was fives good. and threes and ones. Okay. All right. Three successes. Okay. Uh, so what? Is there something specific, like some kind of info? I, I can just give you some basic ideas, but is there was there something Selena was specifically trying to deduce from from what you've learned so far? Um, I think I'm trying to find like, and and this is me still figuring some of the stuff out, like a crossing point. Okay. That, like, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no problem. So normally. Uh, when uh, you know that the, ba the basics of Cairn is that they they are so they are, they are like a, a very soft spot in the sort of the membrane between like the the spirit world and, and the physical, and that's one of the reasons they're so well protected, right? However, you can you can kind of do that anywhere. Like you you if you have the right of shadow passage, like you can you can do it anywhere. It's more it, there's a difficulty depending on where you're at in the nature. Of, of the connection and that's why it's usually very easy in Cairns and for you all specifically you would you would wade into the waters of this pool and that is where you would do this right however that seems to have been like you probably could still do it Selena but you're looking at the the pool you're looking at the the, the corruption in here that it, it might be dangerous to do it in here it's still possible but you would probably conclude it's dangerous you could try to um so that's an option another option would be to just find another another spot uh, outside of the territory of your sept that is not affected by the corruption. Somewhere you could literally go up the mountain. You could go to Jacques Wolf Sanctuary. You could, you know, there's other places you could potentially go that might have an easier path. 
but the, the it is the the distances are not proportionate in the physical world to the spirit like the spirit world is radically different you could walk 10 feet away from here and do it and you could be potentially the equivalent of miles away in the spirit world so it it doesn't work quite that way so there's always that so it's kind of, it's up to you uh, but you would you would recognize uh, there is a risk to doing it here Selena, yeah. is there, if you want, there is something maybe I can help with a little bit. I have a single-sized shadow shard to uh, enter the Umbra. Maybe it will help you make it more stable if we use it up. If that would be safer, then... Is that your talisman? Is that what you're? Uh, yeah. So it's um, yes. It, it's it, it's a one-time use, a uh, single-person enter Umbra um, mechanic. But uh, yeah. maybe Selena can use it with their actual abilities a little bit better to help. What I would say is, so I so there are difficulty ratings for using that rite of passage depending upon where you're doing it. Right now, the difficulty would be a six. But if you use that, I would lower it by two and say it's, a, it's back down to a difficulty four, which is still more difficult than this place normally would. It would only be like usually like a two, uh, but because of what's happened. So if you wanted to to burn that and if you wanted to use that, I would lower the difficulty, even though it's not. Me exactly using the shadow time. passage right brings everybody over, if I remember correctly. That's correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So you just like spin the shard as like aid, like to help. Yes, that's. I'm Basically. just trying to help the the role. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so it's renown and occult is what I'm rolling for this. Okay. Um, so, is that your desire to to use the normal process except have Lou lose uh, Lou Shard? Yeah. I, this? So I think this would sort of be a group discussion that if. Doing this here is going to be very dangerous. Uh, you know, it's something you know. I've done this before. I can bring everyone over. This is they have quite spoiled this area um, completely. We can we can go elsewhere, but it may mean that who knows what may be happening to her while we travel. And when we get there, we may be in a vastly different place. And again, who knows what's happening to her? So, do we take the more dangerous path, or do we travel and find an easier? Passageway. Jock's muzzle kind of latches onto your uh on onto your pants and he just kind of pulls with his head towards the the horrible mired black lake and you hear him whimpering, but his his vote is clearly we do it now because we're soldiers in a war and this is the war we're meant to fight. I don't know that we have that much more time left at this point. Mm-hmm. The corruption could get worse. We need to hurry. Unfortunately, I have to agree with Duke. Okay. He's just standing there, kind of staring at her weird, naked. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're all used Covered to that. Covered in scars, yeah. and he yeah. is apparently about to die. So, yeah. you know, take well, that with all you. You um, all wade down can, into the boiling black water. Uh, can we help to, with her role at all? Like... With rights, uh, I mean, can I, you do that? I, th uh, I, I would say in this case, you're all kind of already participating in it. Uh, what does okay. it say, Melissa? Do you get bonuses for uh, for the number of people that are participating in it? I know that's possibly true. I'm speed reading. Um, 
Because you can use any renown plus a cold. Uh, yeah, you get a bonus. So each one participant can... Okay, so a right must be led by a right master. In this case, it'll be Selena, who knows the right. Each participant, including the right master, must have at least one point of rage. So, Selena, you actually can't do this uh, Do this right. Oh, I have to use Song Duke, of Rage. You're gonna, yeah, you're going to have to sing your song. It's a, But I have, to, I have to succeed on the check, too, because I only have one. And then each other participant... The participant contributes one rage die. Each other participant who knows the right contributes one regular die. So I don't think mm. anyone else knows that right. So you don't get any regular yeah. dice, but all of you will basically contribute, will convert one of her dice to a to a rage die. So hey Duke. No pressure. Selena's just a little We do have right audience now. dice. Yeah, but uh, I can't re-roll uh, rage. It's a rage check to initiate. Oh, it's a rage uh, check, yeah. Yeah, yep. to initiate the song. Yeah, I only have one. So if I fail hey, it, it's a fifty-fifty, right? It's a six or above. You got this. All right. Oh come on. Uh, I guess Duke, obviously feeling that he's lost the wolf, he will rip and kind of rake his hands across his chest and scars you've seen across, and the blood kind of squirts out and starts to coalesce around the group. And I'll roll the rage check. Nope. <laughs> no, it's a one. That is our luck so far. You, wow. Oh, Selena, you, you have lost the wolf. Duke, you have lost the wolf. You, I would say the two of you are, I mean, like, it makes, I mean, to some degree, like, you're you're angry, but at the same time, like, the desecration here is unreal. Like, it, it like, it, there's probably a double, two, two sides, you know, two different sides of the same coin, right? Like, on one side, you're extremely raged, and enraged and angry but the other side it's like this horrible horrible depression this horrible lowering of of well, almost like intensity. a horano state yeah very much so yeah i think that's mm. a great point and so you try to reach out and you try to get selena and selena you try to sort of trigger this this right of shadow passage and it's just you're you're struggling you're struggling and it's just not working. All of you are are wading out into this boiling, disgusting, toxic water. And it's extremely uncomfortable. It's not to the point where it's going to damage you necessarily. It's probably just like superficial at worst. And nothing happens. You're unable to pass through. Yeah, go ahead, Chuck. Is there any other members of the sept? Any other members of any of these other packs that might be able to ease us through the umbra? That is a as a great idea. Uh, if you want, let's see. Let's go searching around. Um, let's see. You know that other right masters. There is a it's something about something about rites of passage in the umbral with uh, with your sept seems to attract the hippie ones. Uh, so there, you know that there are in the there's three total packs. The two other ones that are kind of. Theurge is similar to Selena and and kind of I've probably practiced this right are Sunshine Bright and Lulu Pearl. Now, the only person that you've communicated with so far is Cyrus Dells, uh, who is not he is more like he's more like Jacques than he is like anyone else. Uh, so you haven't actually located them. If you wanted to go searching around, uh, we can say, yeah, go see if you can find somebody and See if you can yeah. find either of them. It's fine. Um, I mean, I think Jacques would know their sense probably since he's been in the probably. set for a while. So he would try to track down either Sunshine or Lulu. Okay. 
just gonna take some more blades in the dark it's, clocks right now. Uh, <laughs> Lou will kind of see that Selena and Duke kind of struggled with this. Uh, we'll look at uh, Eustace, who is very injured, and Jacques, mm. who seems to be doing quite well right now. And we'll kind of kneel in front of his wolf form, hold out this uh, shadow shard. Uh, we can we can go as quickly as we can, but you are the strongest one still without injury. You go first. We can we know who we need to find. It's um, uh, fuck. We we'll have to follow you. So here, can you activate the shard? And she'll kind of like hold it out for him to take in his muzzle. Um. So he turns, uh, Jacques turns back into a, a, a Hamid form so he can take it. Does he know how to activate it? Um, so as far as the Shadow Shard says, uh, it is, um, a Shadow Shard is a fragment of the world's spiritual reflection, a literal piece of the Umbra. It appears mm -hmm. as a hunk of glass uh, or other semi-reflective material, but seems to contain the shadow itself. Um, whether in the form of a rolling turbulent darkness, the guru may break the shadow shards. You only need to break it with him and pulling the werewolf across the gauntlet into the umbra. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, shadow shard exists only as a talent. They, yeah. So uh, for activation, you only needed to break it. Okay. So uh, Jacques looks over at Duke and uh, Hamid form. Is this what you want, back master? Uh, Duke is kind of trying to shake off what just happened and is a little flustered. And as you kind of say that, he will don't ask where he has this. He is going to hand over to you uh, the silver compact. Uh, we're not going to say where he found it or where he pulls it out from. It he's just handing it to you. <laughs> and um, what he will just kind of hand it into your other hand. You have the shadow shard in one. He'll hand the silver compact in the other, and he'll just kind of nod. Um, out of game, you do one rage check and it makes you essentially like immune to spirits. They can't attack you. Ooh, oh. cool, cool. So you might be uh, able to go in there and just like wreak havoc. They, they will try to avoid you essentially. You'll have to buy us some time so that we can get there to join you. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, so Jacques will, uh, I'll, I'm going to do a rage check to try to turn into Hispo form. Okay. Uh, so you take the talisman from your pack member and weaver lover, the <laughs> person that you hate, you're using the glass shard that is a piece of the umbra yeah. from glass spiders who are functional, functionally spirits of the weaver. This is literally oh, like now. antithetical, I think, to Jacques. I'm just amazed that this is that Jacques is so willing to do this. He's deeply offended by the whole idea, but that's why he asked Duke. He was like, "If if that's what my pack master wants, then then I will I will try to make this happen." Okay. So mean. Okay. Uh, I pass my rage check, so I become a hispo, um, and I go down to the pool and break the shard with my teeth. If you want to do another one, you can trigger the compact. Oh, that's right. Uh, I I lose a point of rage, but trigger the compact. Okay, I'll put it in over. Discord. You can see what it does. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, what are the rest of you doing throughout all of this, by the way? Uh, let's go. I'm going to go look for Sunshine Wolf. I almost said Sunshine Bear. <laughs> Just out of <laughs> childhood memory. Bear, sunshine Bear. bear. <laughs> sunshine bear. bear Countdown. And this portal closes like it's not, a, it's not like it stays open until he comes back. It's like he 
happens. It's not a portal. Yeah, it's not a portal. Okay. He just sort of like bends into the and into the light and then it's gone as he pushes through to the through the gauntlet to the to the umbral umbra. Uh so Eustace, you're looking around for sunshine. Uh mm-hmm. okay. Uh and then what is Selena and Lou, what are and Duke are doing? What are you all doing? Well, let's go find the uh the sunshine there, yes. Uh, yeah, Duke's going to investigate the, the markings on the bodies and try to see if he can understand more about that. Like, obviously we know it's black spider, but is there something deeper that we can figure out? Yeah. Spiral. Yeah. Uh, I'm not the bad guy. I mean, you're not, you're just following (laughs) and doing the bad guy's bidding. Okay. (laughs) That's all. Nothing, nothing else. Um, supplicant of the bad guy (laughs) okay so one thing i do want to point out with the silver compact the duration is one scene so it's not so like jacques is not going to be invincible for the entire stay uh within yeah with the ember i just want i just want to establish expectations all right uh so i would say go ahead if you would like to roll a this is for duke you can roll like an occult test. You can roll like um, it depends on what you're trying to learn. Like if you're just trying to study the symbols, like you can just roll a cult test. You, you would know, uh, like that, like we were saying, like there are the signs of black spiral. Yeah, either that or academics. If it's like a historical thing that he's known about for like something that triggers something from the past, like the worm, you know, fighting the worm, you know, something like that, or whatever you think is more useful. Uh, you can roll. Yeah, I mean, roll academics. That's fine. Academics, okay. intelligence. That right. works. Uh, and then Selena, Eustace, you're looking, you're specifically looking for somebody to help you all. And then Selena, what were you doing? Uh, Duke, are you injured? No. No. Okay. Just, just me. It's okay. Just over half my health is unhealable. <laughs> I was going to say unhealable. It's until the morning. It's just till the morning. You'll be fine in the morning. Uh, okay. Um, uh, goodness, Selena doesn't have anything that's useful to do, I don't think. Um, yeah, I think Selena would just sort of be tagging around with Duke, kind of looking around and seeing what there okay. is to see. Uh, okay, Duke, you. Uh, how, how many successes, did you have? I got five. I got a crit and okay. So oh, six successes say, actually. The thing that probably stands out to you the most, uh, it and surprisingly doesn't really have much to do with the symbols themselves. The symbols, like it's 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 very clear. Like they're brands on the arms. The it looks like the uh, the spirals on the forehead and other parts of the skin have been carved recently. Uh, but overall, like you can tell that. Uh, that they they likely were hiding portions of themselves. One of the things that does stand out though is that as you look at all the bodies and you look at some of the um, some of the places where like uh, some 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 of their clothes have been sort of shredded and left, they all seem to be wearing uh, a very similar garb. Looks like a uniform of some kind, uh, and it looks like and and I would say from your knowledge you would know that it aligns specifically with like this. Um, uh, a kind of a private security paramilitary company uh, that functions within the area and uh, seems to have 
you would say that I would say that you and maybe some of the other elders across across the sept think maybe they might have ties to Pentex. You're not confident because there's so many different, you know, it is very nebulous when it comes to the way in which they handle their uh, handle their companies. Uh, but it's a security company called Lockroom Control. They're a private oh, security bastards. firm slash paramilitary group. And they all are wearing the same, those same kind of uniforms. You can see their names kind of pop up here and there. Okay. I couldn't uh, think of the name fast enough. And I was like, I know this. I know the just, answer. What just look is at my it? prep notes. You'll find them. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> what was the name of them? They were evil. Uh, were they? Uh, yeah, they were. Uh, so I'll say, Eustace, you're able to discover there is sunshine bright. Uh, because I want to move this forward, we'll say you're able to rouse her to consciousness. She is in very much the state that Hector was in and that she is in no way in a, in a good condition, but you can tell you can at least get her conscious. And she's kind of spitting up here and there, this like horrible bile and stuff. And she's just kind of like reaching up at you and just like fireflies. Wow, there's so many fireflies. She I'm kind of just... Still in his form, I just kind of like put her on my back. Princess Mononoke, her back. And so she climbs onto your back and you just bring her, I guess, towards the church. Uh, and you kind of plop her down. And she is in fairly, uh, fairly terrible shape, but conscious. And she just keeps talking about fireflies. She just keeps fireflies. Firefly. And there's no fireflies. You look around, you don't see and any fireflies. I will uh, activate Penumbra Sense just to see if I can see anything maybe that she's seeing in the spirit realm. Okay, uh, you actually do. You do see a very faint glow uh, of thousands of tiny little lights um, moving about with a certain sense of sense of fury. Um, they seem to be kind of fading, and they like you would guess that there might have been even more, and maybe something you did with the dirge singer with others has started to kind of fade it down, but they're kind of winking out each one after the other slowly receding. I, uh, yes, she is right. There is uh sparkly lights in the spirit world, uh, but they're going out. So we don't maybe have much time left now. Uh, yeah. Sunshine. And Lou will like grab her face and draw her like uh, close yeah. by the, the fireflies you see is uh, as part of the spirit realm. They're going out. We need your help. You have to bring us to the Umbra. It's going bad. She she looks as though she has been. Uh, you look that she is on a a major trip right now, like infused with some sort of crazy hallucinogenics, and she's her eyes are are wildly moving about. But she kind of she hears Umbra and she recognizes that. Yeah, I can, I can do With, that. Okay, good. And uh, Lou will like turn around and look towards the lake. Can Lou actually see um, Jacques in the in the umber right now? With I think the you can only see this. You can you can see spirits, right? Spirits. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you wouldn't see Jacques. No. Cool. Okay. Um, there's still the issue though that Selena and Duke don't actually have rage. Mm -hmm. it's a problem used, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that problem <laughs> Eustace it, uh, we might just be us trying to pack up shocks okay mm. yeah you do what you gotta do 
Um, is, there, is there anybody else around here that has the right of rage? I mean, I uh, think maybe that might be. A, yeah, uh, I, I'm. I a, can like do I'm that, hippie. but I feel like at a certain <laughs> point, like there's got to be yeah, consequences. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, that's fair. fair. Totally fair. Yeah. So, what Duke, you... did you lose rage? Okay. <laughs> trying right. to help you. You and basically. I can be useful here somehow. You can okay. be useful. <laughs> I'm not sure. That will be. When, so far, not. not. Lou, when, <laughs> when we get over there, I, I've never tried talking to the spiders. But I know how to get their attention. Maybe you do know how to talk to them. Maybe, just maybe, they might not be too happy with things getting all hijacked and funky over there. May chance you can talk to them. Get some help. Mm. Yeah, I will. Spider's not so bad. I'll do my best. Yeah, I don't know how to talk to them. I just know how to get their attention. Well, they're usually just hungry and they don't want their shit messed with. Okay. <laughs> I okay. get it. So we'll say Sunshine in her in her very ayahuasca state will uh will walk wade out into the continuing to deplete uh, toxic water in your hidden cavern and will walk through the right of shadow passage. Uh, you, the two of you will, will, will sort of bend through uh, the gauntlet with her. It is a terrifying experience. And this is this, we're going to explain this to Jacques at the same time, even though he's been there, we'll say for a scene longer. Um, but as you go through, it is uh, a harrowing experience, one in which that you have not faced before, as you can feel that there is some kind of uh, these dark kind of tendrils kind of tearing away at all of you as you pass through. Uh, the gauntlet feels resistant in ways that you've never felt before. It's almost as if you're kind of slowly and painfully pushing yourselves through like this wire mesh fence. You just feel like your like your skin being pushed apart. You feel your bones being uh, being stressed. You feel all of your senses are just kind of singing out with this sense of agony. But one after the other, you do manage to push through. And we'll start with Jacques. And Jacques, you're going to get a little time to do some stuff on your own before Eustace and Lou pop over. Uh, but when you venture over, Jacques, you... Um, you, you've been, all of you have been on the other side before you've all, especially around your cairn. Uh, so you know, generally what your cairn looks like and you know what your spirit guardian looks like. And so on the other side, you normally expect to see a large glowing, um, kind of like barrel cactus, like this, uh, this massive sphere with these kind of dripping spikes and it's kind of hovering there in the sky uh, or the closest thing to sky. And there is a beautiful blue lake up in the sky dripping down onto it. And then there is another beautiful blue lake beneath it dripping upwards into it. And so you see just like lakes top and bottom and in between this massive hovering blue, uh, you know, kind of kind of glowing, I should say, sphere. And that is your spirit guardian. Now, the only one who knows the name of your spirit guardian is the one, Adora, who, who communicates it with it most. But all of you have likely had 
minor interactions here and there with it. Um, Jacques, when you come over, you find yourself at a slight distance from where you would would have expected to kind of come through. Because usually when you when you come through using that method, you arrive in one of those lakes, either looking down or looking up, but you could see whichever direction there is your spirit guardian waiting uh, in its sort of alien state. But you find yourself on kind of a rocky terrain and you feel yourself a little bit elevated. And when you look out, you see no signs of your spirit guardian. And you see no signs of those lakes. You see nothing. Instead, you see a massive kind of black tumorous membrane that almost looks like someone has taken a very, very large and very oil slick hood and reached and plopped it over top of the entirety of your cairn. You can't see through it. It's, it's opaque, at least from this distance. You also notice, I would say, Jacques, that there are dozens of glass spiders that seem to be kind of coming and like crawling around it here and there. And, and we'll start with Jacques. So, so Aaron, you're going to get a little bit of time here to do what you want until Eustace and Lou show up. So Jacques' occult skills are pretty weak. So I think he is going to try to stay focused on finding the one person he thinks who might be able to put this right. And so he's going to start trying to scent and, and pick up the, the tracks of Adora Brown. So he's going to do kind of a spiral search pattern out and around trying to pick up her scent. Yeah. So the problem with that is that in the Umbra, traversing in the Umbra is mostly done either through uh, occult or wisdom navigation more. Mm -hmm. You're doing tracking. So what I would say is we'll we'll sort of split the difference and we'll say survival plus wisdom for the role. Yeah. Wisdom or wits? Uh, wisdom. wisdom. Yeah, wisdom specifically. So uh, my wisdom is zero. So okay. this is going to be a this is going to be good. So two rage dice here. <laughs> this is the flip side of the uh, yeah, four pips. This is it. I'm the like, other stuff. Yeah. It's like you know, like I said, he's a he is a he's a fighter. That's what he is. Uh, seven and a one. So one success. Okay, you you know her scent well. Although senses don't work quite the same mm -hmm. on on the ember, you can still sense her presence that she was here at least um with only one success like as you're sort of circling around and looking around none of the spiders give you any sort of issue even if you approach that large it's it's, a, it's like a it's like a skyscraper in terms of its mm -hmm. its height this this black tumorous growth and none of them really seem to to bother you. They also don't seem like that. You can. You, it looks like they're trying to penetrate it. You can see them trying mm -hmm. to like rip in and deconstruct. They all look like these. They almost. They don't, almost don't even look physical. They almost look like they are these like sort of digital reflections as they're trying to stitch and unravel and stitch and unravel and they're struggling and it looks like they are themselves perplexed about what to do about this thing. Um. You, I would say the only thing you can really conclude, Jacques, is that likely Adora is inside. Um, okay. Yeah. Can I do, can, I mean, my occult is not great, but I do have one pip in it. Can I do an occult check to try to get a sense of what this thing is since I'm big, since I think the only way to get to Adora is to get through it somehow? Yeah. Yeah. Go right ahead. 
uh, a cult wits or uh, cult intelligence, intelligence? Probably because it's more about a knowledge thing than it is reactionary. <laughs> so that once again is two dice. <laughs> I'll be yeah. here soon. It would be great if Duke and Selena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, I have the end. That's uh, that's a three and a four for zero successes. Uh, so yeah, he's looking. He's like he knows this is outside of his depth. He's like right. I have. There's nothing for him to track. There's no one for him to fight. So he's just pacing around it, trying to see if he can understand anything and hoping in his sad little wolf heart that somebody who has some idea what the <laughs> hell is going on is going to show up eventually. Unfortunately, interpreting things is sometimes very difficult because it because like what something looks like in the in the physical world doesn't necessarily one for one translate to what it looks like. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's metaphorical. Sometimes what you see isn't exactly what you get, and it's more about feeling. And sometimes it is a sort of like an inverted or a mirrored version of whatever was in the physical. In this case, like I would say, you can recognize and even smell. Like it, it's it's like a cancerous growth. It's like a, it's like rot mm -hmm. incarnate. But beyond that, who knows? Um, if that's the case, then Jacques, if you're just circling around, at a certain point, we'll say uh, you. You're sniffing, you're looking for Adora, and although you don't, you can't, your, your, your senses can't penetrate this black mass, you do catch the scent of Eustace and Lou. And you look, and they're not, while they didn't necessarily come over in the exact same spot as you did, you do see them up on that more geometric, it's, 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 a, it's sort of like a mountain, you think it's probably like the superstition mountains to the east, but it's more, it, it, it looks different. It doesn't look the way the ridge lines look in real life but you can see them there as well eustace and lou uh, uh same descriptions nothing's different for you all and you see jacques wandering yeah so jacques once he sees them there will run up to them and he's he's upset enough that he shifts into hamid form so he can talk so he can make himself clearly understood eustace lou i the the cairn has been covered in some kind of cancer i think i think adora is inside it somehow but mm. i can't find any way through it i can't i can't make sense of it you have to figure out how to get us through okay um uh, i uh, selena is better but i will i will take a look um so lou will uh, presumably with jacques and eustace uh, run up to the dome with the glass mm -hmm. spiders and uh, was it sorry was it wits or wisdom with the occult or do you want intelligence uh, so what was it you're trying to accomplish I'm just trying to figure out sort of how to enter this dome if I oh, can okay yeah uh, ideally occult intelligence I would say occult intelligence oh actually my wits is pretty good okay uh occult intelligence one for occult and intelligence is a three uh that is a nine an eight uh and two ones okay. so two successes uh, two successes you use you know. wisdom to re-roll those two fails or, Ooh, uh, willpower. That is or willpower, my, that is. my last I willpower. I keep mm. conflating willpower, wits, and wisdom. <laughs> did you refresh your willpower at the beginning of the session? I I did, uh, but I've been using it. You can um, start making them aggra aggravated. 
So yeah. like the first time you, you burn willpower, it's one slash. The second time yeah. as you go through, you can make them aggravated. Or I could use the audience that have been so generously giving us a uh, little dice to re-roll. one, though. <laughs> what, do we, wait, what, what did we decide to do with them? I forgot. I forgot already. What was the audience dice rule? Was a, a re-roll? Oh, a single re-roll? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Just it's limited to one dice. Yeah, dice. okay. Yeah. I'll take an audience dice and I'll do a re-roll. Sure. Nope. All right. So I will burn that willpower to reroll two of them. <laughs> you continue to bend the weaves of fate. There we yeah. go. I got a six. So there we three successes now. Oh, the glass spiders are all looking down at you, just shaking <laughs> their many eyes, just in disappointment. <laughs> you didn't get through either. Um, okay. So what do you see in front of you? Like, there, there's probably, you would imagine, multiple ways through it. However, if it is to be sort of like this cancerous growth, right, and you're looking to somehow get through it, if it is some kind of membrane, it's possible to maybe like physically rip through it. But the problem is, is that in, this, in, in, in the Umbra, it's not necessarily your strength and your claws that are going to get you through it. More than likely, what you're looking for is a, is a sort of try to almost like, almost like, almost like project yourself in. So you would imagine like if Adora managed to make through she is one of the most spiritually attuned people, Garo, that you've all have ever met. So she's not strong the way that Rajak is. So she probably didn't physically rip her way through here. So instead, likely she kind of focused and tried to push herself through somehow. Um, so what that basically means for you all is that you can, as you're standing here, uh, you can try to push your way through. This is going to be a resolve occult test to try to push yourself through. Uh, and better. what's that? That's better, at least. Yeah. Resolve yeah. is three. <laughs> As, and so you're essentially trying to push yourself through. Uh, however, there will be there will be repercussions. I, I've got an idea that I'm hoping might. Help oh yeah, out. go ahead, bring so, it. So. Uh, Eustace views, he's got the Umbral Traveler lore sheet, so he views things slightly different. Like, he can see silvery yeah. footprints wherever he walks, and he can actually see the strands of the weave. Mm -hmm. And he'll just kind of reach out to something that you guys don't see, but to him, he sees, like, these strands, and it sounds, his fingers just move in midair, and it sounds like he's playing an acoustic guitar for a second. But, like, with a weird ethereal twang to it. And as, it, as he does, some of those spiders will stop doing what they're doing and come over to us yeah you see like um, these three they're like the size of of like his bro form they're quite large just like t -t 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 come down there they're a little alarming i don't know jacques i uh, i don't know i don't know how you feel but like you've got uh, <laughs> hackle hackles on it rise yeah. he takes a few steps back but <laughs> but yeah, they, I, I they, they start circling around eustace at this point yeah uh, like i said i don't necessarily like this is kind of your your game as far as talking to him Lou. i just know how to get him you know, in the area, but mayhaps uh, if you can, if you've got some way of kind of sharing things with them, maybe they could help. Uh, we're going to try and project ourselves, but they might be able to focus in one area. And by doing so, if they're kind of doing what they do to try to pull apart the membrane a little bit as we try and put ourselves through, it might make things just a little easier. Yes, well, um, and Lou will kind of like reach out uh, a hand towards the glass spiders to see if uh, they'll sort of listen or reach back a little bit. Uh, we are about the interconnectedness of everything. So maybe 
they can um, build us some links through that will help guide us. Give me a charisma tech roll. Ooh, these yes. are very much these Ooh, weird kind of digital tech. spiders in a way as they flicker almost. See? Right. Even old dogs can adapt to new tricks. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that is a seven and a six, so two successes. Okay. You see them, the three of them, like latch on to the this this uh this black mass and they begin like trying to unravel and as you're now very close to them jack you've seen some of them doing that up above but now that they're down and very close to you you can see that they continually try to sort of peel apart the threads of this thing and while they're temporarily able to do so they quickly you can see that the mass kind of reforms itself and then they never stay in that kind of thread form the threads kind of unravel and begin to tangle once more but there is this moment, like this, this sort of brief moment where they become thin and that you might be able to, the three of you might be able to punch through. Uh, so what I'll do is I'm going to lower the difficulty for that, uh, that test I was asking you to do, the resolve, uh, what did I say, occult? Uh, then I will lower the difficulty to two. And if you do that, you can push yourselves through if you time it with the, with the, 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 the spiders themselves. Oh, uh, all right, let's roll and see if we can get it. A nine, an eight, an eight, and a five. So three successes. Jacques, a you... nine, a nine, and a one. Beautiful. Uh, so the two of you, and it looks like Eustace is great as well with a ten and an eight, I think. Nice. Uh, so, so the three of you, you you kind of time it, and, and maybe it doesn't work necessarily the first time, and like you try to kind of like almost astral project yourselves through. And you can every now and then you can see the like a thinness, almost like you can see through it. And maybe on the third or the fourth try, like one of you gets through, then the next gets through. And then eventually all of you find yourselves like it's like you're taking a step in your mind, but your physical body isn't. And then you find yourself walking on the other side. You stumble for a moment as the ground is unfamiliar and you look behind you and there is the mass. You have made it inside. It is extremely dark. However, there is a faint glow above you. And you can see that your spirit guardian, your Cairn, your Cairn spirit is floating in the sky, as you might expect. She's massive. Uh, however, you can see that her glow is much like the pool and much like the grove, extraordinarily diminished. You can see that wrapped around her is this sort of dark, almost worm-like snake-like serpent-like constriction you're not sure if it's if it's an actual creature if it's a spirit or what exactly it is it just it's just something that is wrapped and spiraled around her and it is pulling tight and you can see that that seems to be draining the light you also notice that on the ground around you where you would normally expect to see these beautiful glowing grove trees like these these citrus trees they have been horrifically mangled and you see now instead there are these gnarled hands and they look like these giant werewolf claws not like your own but like the black spiral dancers with this these crooked nails you can see with these pustules that are just leaking something like sap or fluid and they are moving about as if they're like sentry like and you can see that in one row uh fairly close to sort of that the lowest portion of that of the sphere of your guardian 
you can see one of them has grasped something and is squeezing. And you can see that there is a figure within it. And it looks to be, I would say, you all can probably notice it is a Dora. Seems to be being grasped in that uh, in, the, in the claw of one of these trees. Do we see any way to move through this field of grasping claws quickly? Ve very carefully. That's the decision you make. You can try to stealth through. You can try to speed through. Uh, it's sort of up to you all how you want, but you need to you need to traverse it. And you have there's any strategy would do like any other trying to pass any danger. It's just a question of how you want to do it. We must go quietly and quickly. Uh, is, would the, the lupus be better? Yeah, that's what he. That's what Jacques draws down into mm. is his wolf form. All right, then uh, Lou will follow in this instance. Yeah. Okay. So, if you're, are you, are you looking to just run as fast as you can, and are you trying stealth. to get to Adora, or are you just trying to get through the? Okay, stealth. Okay. Uh, I would say we would aim for Adora first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Roll your... So go ahead and roll stealth. Uh, probably dex, I think, would be the most likely association with this. So, cool, so cool. stealth dex. If so you individually want to do something different, if you don't want to stealth, then just say so. But if that's the tactic you're taking, this is what you're... That's doing. six dice for Jacques. Two dice bonus for that form for stealth. Yeah. Yep. Three? Oh, Which nice. I okay. need... <laughs> Oh, two dice, two dice bonus for lupus. Yep, mm -hmm. for stealth. I got okay, three good, successes. Yeah. It's really One, nice two, that three, lupus four. is finally. There's something positive about Five. lupus finally. Yeah. <laughs> Five successes One, for me. Then two, that's two bonus. That's that's plenty. Four. Okay. Four is not bad. Four is good. How about you, Lou? Okay. So Eustace and Jacques, uh, you two make it through and up to the base that sort of gnarled base of the claw that is holding Adora. Lou, you have a little bit more of a time uh, as more than once you get the sense that you have been discovered as a claw rakes down like this, like a tree is literally activated and sweeping down. You manage to dodge most of them, uh, but one of them will in fact rake across you. You can take one aggravated damage as you feel this giant claw scrape along your side and you as you watch the blood comes out but it comes out almost like blood might come out in like a space movie as this like little droplets mm, it falls to the yeah, ground yeah. and it just explodes off to the side one aggravated damage but you do make it through as well so difficulty was a four so the difference is aggravated the three of you are at the base of this tree that doesn't activate towards you. It seems more interested in just squeezing and squeezing a door. You can see her face. She has reverted into Hamid form. She is a woman, not, not unlike some of yourselves uh, in, in 50s or 60s, you think. Uh, you can see the streaks of gray and white in her hair mixed with some blonde. Uh, she is definitely sunburned. She is a desert child. You can tell she has spent a significant amount of time in the Southwest. And she looks, she is unconscious, but she is, uh, you're not sure, you're assuming she might be alive still, it's hard to say. But she, her head is just kind of falling out one side. What Me. do you want to do? Now that we're, oh, sorry. So, I'm sorry, I was just saying, now that we're closer to this, this spiral serpent that's encircling uh, our Karen spirit, uh, it, do we see, do I see that it's physical, that it's actually a creature or 
it does not look like a creature. Uh, as you look up, you see no signs of like this, the head of a serpent. You see no signs of like the maw of a giant worm. It just looks like this kind of shattery spiral that's restricting around her. So you don't think you don't think it's you never quite know. Spirit mm-hmm. worlds is totally different, but like if just using your physical world comparisons, you don't see anything that would okay. link this to a to an animal. What do you think, Eustace? We must. We must free Adora so she can tell us what to do here. Eustace is already switching back to Hispo to make himself a bigger ramp for you, basically, because you're the strongest one here. <laughs> so he's basically just making himself a ramp for you to leap up higher. Okay. Um, and then as so as, as Jacques takes that first jump off of uh, Eustace's back, he'll shift into Krinos and attack this tree, try to, to, to rip its fingers apart. Go ahead and roll your brawl uh, strength. My rage check was okay. Uh, both both dice on that. Um, Hairball special. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the uh, hairball special. I love it. Okay. Sorry, Melissa uh, and Evan. Just you know, just gotta. We figured out a bit too late the other ways that you can get rage. Oh yeah, that you just psych yourself up. You just spend a scene like doing something to like psych yourself up, oh, yeah. Yeah. or injure yourself. <laughs> like we could have just like yeah, stabbed I, each I other. I have an idea, but it's just keep going. <laughs> oh, I have no problem saying that you all, <laughs> while this is happening, arrive in the Umbra. I have no problem with that. I mean, I I was gonna ask you like, is like the ability to still travel there possible? Like now that the yeah, sunshine's there, she them. can do it for you. Okay, she can come back. She can come and go as she pleases. So then, she yeah, when I think travels with them at some point, if we figure this all out, and now that we realize this, and Duke being as old as he is, I think he would kind of like try to be consoling Selena based off kind of the rough time she's had, and then <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, he would kind of whisper in her ear and just say protect the pack and then he's going to rake her across the back and push her into the portal and give her like the rage to go through and he's gonna stay all right so So that we're we're not like like just sitting there like slapping each other and being like (laughs) oh let's go in together it's like one of those like it's like a like those things like espn3 where the guys are professional (laughs) slap fighting oh Oh, goodness go again Um, we're still we're still not there I do okay. like that the book says you can do th- like like picking a fight at a soccer match is an example of like a thing mm. that you do to like get hyped. Yeah. So mm. like we could do something together that like maybe maybe Selena knows what you're doing. Mm. And so like maybe like on the way out, she kind of like once she rages, she kind of turns around and maybe like scratches you back so that you can also get a rage. Okay. Um any newcomers in the Umbra? I'm not, the description hasn't changed much. Uh, you arrive in relatively the same location. If you look and you wish to try to project yourself, we won't belabor the time. If you would like to try to project yourself through, it's the same role, occult and resolve, to try to maintain your presence and sort of force your presence through there. And then uh, Jacques, go ahead and tell me uh, how you did. Uh, I didn't do as well as I've been doing in the past. I got eight successes, but I all I did, and I got a brutal um, on my rage dice. Okay, 
Uh, is it a brutal uh, outcome? Is it just one? Brutal? No, brutal outcome. I got two ones okay. on my ridge dice. Honestly, that is that is very useful in this case because it's pure strength that is essentially ripping the like the which branches in in the physical world, but fingers and claws in this world, and so that that actually helps you quite quite well oh, as you're able good, to good. not necessarily free her, but rip one of the claws clean off. And you see this spout of this black eye cord just sort of floats in the air, similar to the way Lou was bleeding. And I would say with that, you're able, you can kind of pull her, pull Adora free. Uh, the the claw begins to sort of flail around in pain uh, as you had literally pulled a finger off. Uh, and it's starting to make the area around you filled with all the, those black droplets here and there. Uh, but you're able to you're able to free a door and pull her down. So he cradles um, her in his arms and drops right in front of Lou and, and Eustace. And, and he hates to say it, but he, he hands her over to Lou. Uh, yes. And in his guttural <laughs> Krinos voice, make her well so she can help us. This is definitely not my skill set, but I will do my best. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Uh, Selena, how did you do on your resolve occult to project five successes? I'll say you you come in just in time to see Jacques attack a giant claw and in the distance. But again, you see between you and them, there are numerous. uh, They look like trees, like gnarled old trees. But as you look a little bit more closely, you see they are actively moving, not with 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 the wind and they look like these hideous claws uh, but you and there's a quite a quite a number of them between you and them and obviously the 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 glow has diminished significantly so she uh, looks behind her to see if duke made it through that's up to duke i got two i don't know uh well no i mean if, if you don't have two to to push through this yeah. uh uh, you can no, you can definitely get through, but you're going to take one aggravated willpower damage though in the process. So as your brain, it's not it's not a, it's not a physical hurt. Your 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 brain, your sense of self just begins to sort of twist. You feel a thousand memories rush through your head, Duke. Memories of your bloodline. Memories of their members of of you. This pack. This set, previous packs you've been in, your bloodline, you're just seeing this, this flash of images. And when you finally fall on the other side, you just begin vomiting onto the ground, not unlike Hector did with that disgusting black and green uh, viscous fluid. But you have made it through, uh, slightly harmed. With the nice Selena's having, Selena like turns around to see if he made it through. <laughs> this is just <laughs> how her night goes. Like, she got the blood like, spatter oh, from shock earlier. Oh. You see Oops. out in front of you the same thing. I just described Selena and you see your pack mates you a ways them. away, like a football field away, essentially. And several of these giant claws on the way. Okay. If you would like um, to rejoin them, you can either try yes. to speed across, stealth across, you know, whenever you, you can do that independently. You don't have to do the same thing as each other. Yeah. Could I try and like manipulate them and like create a path by like m- my presence to try and like alpha them? In this case, moving? no, because it's not so like there, there doesn't seem to be anything about them that you are 
that you think that you sense is sentient. It just mm. seems like they're like this kind of Security radioactive system. infection. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would be so, so things you could potentially do. Obviously, stealth would be fine. Uh, athletics, if you look into speed across, I would say if you're looking to be more crafty and try to like find a pattern, maybe you could potentially do like a science, maybe or an awareness. Could I do like uh, an int awareness for a path? Sure, I'll take that. Okay. Uh, probably be, be wits, like I, I think, more than int, but awareness mm, is fine. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Keep removing dice. <laughs> uh, okay, that is a uh, three successes. Okay, you think you have a path, Duke? Are you gonna take? Are you gonna trust Selena? Selena? No, Duke is just kind of like. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a breather. Just sit down. Yeah, just got kind of like they got it. I see they got a they got a door okay. out. Just, I'll just pop a squat. Okay, let it hang Again, out. Like you're like, and it sort of makes sense. Like you are like, is this immense sense of spirit vertigo? And then like you for a moment you forget who you are, as as the this the the minds of so many of your forebears just are racing through you, and you kind of forget for a moment exactly who you are and it's taking a taking a minute or two for it to sort of come back uh selena you think you have a path you think you can time it you're pretty sure they are moving in a pattern you are very wrong as when you travel across they react to you (laughs) and they immediately change and much like lou you take a horrible rake across the side and you see an expulsion of blood droplets uh, fly out into the air as you will also take one aggravated damage from these claws. (laughs) You'll hear giggles for it. It's okay, just... Something's gonna go good for you. Don't worry. He's like, we're full of so much blood. Yeah, the real dejected coach just kind of like giving you the worst pep talk. (laughs) So you you manage to catch up as Lou is tending to, and I'll say that you all were smart enough to pull Adora further away from Mm -hmm. the trees, and Mm -hmm. you're essentially directly underneath uh, the, the, the bottom most part of your spirit, uh, your spirit guardian here. And just as Lou was tending to a door, trying to bring her back, Lou, what is it that you rolled by the way? I, okay. So that was a question I just had, uh, rather quickly. I have no medicine. Uh, so it would sure. be what, just straight intelligence or I've got uh, yeah. wits. I uh, would Eustace, hand off to Eustace. Eustace has medicine. <laughs> All right, Eustace, you <laughs> you push Lou back. One of the claws takes no, her, chucks no, her to another uh, one. No. Start playing catch with her. Look, I'm not saying I'm great at this, but that's, that's not how you go about this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just, uh, just more rags on the blood, yes? She's just... Um, Sticking fingers into holes. You know I mean, <laughs> like Josh, pressure is good, <laughs> but you got to maintain the application of that pressure. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can do with the the science of the forensic dead bodies, but the living bodies, not so much. Uh, I think I got one. I'll spend. Yeah, I'll spend. Uh, okay. Hope hard to re-roll three of those. Sure. Come on. 
I'll use an audience, audience. one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just God, the dice. Really are, are you sure you don't want me to uh, maybe have a go at this? <laughs> I've been rolling I don't okay. Know. I don't know what like, I'm doing That's anymore. not how you do it, as he pulls your finger out of one of the claw marks <laughs> and then puts his finger into the claw mark. <laughs> in theory, right. so I'm is not it just intelligence? I can roll intelligence. I'll never make another Jack of All Trades character. Always specialize. Would you like the me to roll intelligence for this? Uh, well, do, it, do, we, do I see Selena's coming? Well, that's Selena what I was going to say. No. As the two of you are desperately trying, I got two successes. Aid. Two successes. Pretty good. It's, pretty, it's not enough, but it's pretty good. <laughs> like as the two of you, <laughs> you need three. I need three successes. But as the two of you are attending, you you do manage to keep her alive, but you're you're struggling a bit. You do see Selena coming up at the last moment. Oh, thank God. <laughs> She makes it through, but as she's almost there, like finally, maybe there's a touch of a smile on her face. Claw just comes down and <laughs> rakes through her. <laughs> she stumbles along on the ground. Jacques, you give her a hand. You pull her forward. And I'll say, Selena, <sighs> uh, uh, you can see what Eustace and Lou are trying to accomplish, but they are not accomplishing it in any manner that is consistent with modern medicine. Uh, so... If you would like to try to roll, uh, go ahead. If you want to try. Uh, to yeah, so I'm going to try to do uh, Mother's Touch. So I'm spending a willpower. Um, yeah. We're actually rolling fewer dice because it's just glory and int. Um, okay. <laughs> and by the way, rather than spend willpower to stay um, in Krynos form, I drop back down to Glabro. Failed my rage roll, lost one point of rage, so I'm down to three rage now. Fair enough. Thank you for keeping track of that. Look at me finally doing a thing. Okay, so that is one, two, three. Because I got two tens, which is four, plus a nine and a six, which is six. Okay, so you come in, you push these, get get out of here, and then you manage to... Yeah, she's coming in, blood spatter, throw up. She just got injured and she's like, I think this is something I'm good at. I think, uh, let me give this a try. What's interesting I, is here, you, you, can tell, you can tell that she has, what, what's, what's actually happened, Selena, is that they have been doing a, a fairly decent job. But the problem is, is, is very much like you were struggling with with Eustace, is that there's something about his wounds that made it difficult for you to heal. But here, on the other side, on the spirit world, you've noticed something about these wounds. You've noticed that there is some some other strange kind of like some sort of black essence or energy like weaving about the edges and you just kind of start cutting it free. It's painful, but she's a werewolf. You start cutting it free. And the more you kind of cut away some of that affected, uh, the affected area, you notice that she starts to shift and move. Adora does. And then you watch as you finally like get the last of some of that infected tissue away you start to see the regeneration, the werewolf regeneration, even in this form, as she starts to kind of shift almost uh, right there and consciousness begins to stitch back together. And in a moment or two, her eyes pop open and you can see that the sort of this, these bright blue eyes pop up and reflected in them is the spirit guardian itself above you. And she's looking and she mumbles something on her breath. And it's a name. You think it's a name. And you know she's not talking to you. She's like looking past you. And she kind of just looks up at it. And her eyes begin to like well with this, this these tears. 
And then she's just like, help me up. Help me up. Help me, please. She like, pick, she oh, like yes. picks her up, holds her in his arms. She kind of looks to all of you. Oh, I knew you would come. Oh, our poor sweet. She's just kind of looking up, this this sadness kind of overtaking, and she looks around, and she sees Duke at the far end, kind of there, and I, I will need your help. Oh, she has been... Oh, they have... They have imprisoned her. They are trying to snuff her out. Oh, what can I do? I need your essence. All of you. Oh. All right. Mm. And she like reaches out and she's like, please circle here. And she's trying to maneuver you all in this circular position right at that kind of spot, the lowest spot. And you can still see almost like this tendril of smoke, that black, it's just continuing to constrict and constrict. You can see these tiny little droplets of like this beautiful, perfect blue water drop out of some of those the spindles coming out of out of the cactus form, and then just immediately evaporate rather than reaching down. There should be you should be standing in a lake right now. And she begins she begins to write. Uh, now, Duke, are you uh, are you going to stay back? You see this all kind of happening. You see them beginning to kind of form this circle. Duke uh, does the the uh, Breakfast Club fist pump. <laughs> <laughs> Stays raised. I, I think Duke would honestly maybe even just walk out because he's like, he can't do sure. anything. He okay. like believes in them. So he's just like, and then okay. you see just the naked old butt walk out of the blood. <laughs> you probably can. You find sunshine bright somewhere out there to help you move past. So all of you, uh, with the exception of Duke or beneath you watch as you, you get into this kind of circular form, you start going through this, right? You can hear that she begins to sort of hum this, this extremely low, more than you would expect. Like a low bass tone comes out of her mouth in a way that doesn't, doesn't sound right to your ears. It's it's a it's a, the kind of sound that you would only hear in the umbra, and you can see that just in doing so, like all of these claws begin to kind of like twitch a bit here and there, and she she turns to you all and she's and she's like motioning as she wants you to follow, and like you've got like your 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 hands, your claws, whatever form you're in, or, or embrace, and she's trying to get you to sort of mimic this low, bestial, guttural bass tone. And so I would like all of you, uh, you're going to roll a performance test. Uh, and I will allow you, however, to roll anything you want in terms of the attributes. You, it all depends upon how you would kind of deduce the way that she's doing what she's doing. Do you go pure strength, maybe, just to see the force of trying to make that sound is it more about charisma like your natural innate ability to, uh, to kind of perform in some fashion is it intelligence do you do you deduce something about what she's trying to accomplish here and your knowledge of the occult however you come about the knowledge pick whichever attribute you want but roll performance as well and the number of successes i'm going to total it all up and that's going to determine the success of this particular task 
The so Celine has no performance. Yeah, neither does Jacques. <laughs> so he's going to dig into his strength, feel it deep in his body, and and kind of howl it out through through the essence of of the Garu. Uh, and I'm going to spend a willpower point to uh, re-roll three dice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try to make sure that we're all in sync and kind of in harmony. I maintain some composure here. Better, better, better. Nice. Uh, I like it. So I got two tens and a seven, so five successes. Very nice. Very nice. Wonderful. You hear of like at a Jacques mouth, like he like when you hear it's growls, it's barks, it's 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 howls, but suddenly you hear in perfect harmony with Adora, you hear this this bass tone just come out for him, like something that the the greatest of singers on earth couldn't even produce, and it comes from Jacques' mouth of all places. But the rest of you. Three. Three? Okay. Three is this, this is a, you guys are doing great. Uh One. Selena. <laughs> Selena, it's, is it intelligence you used? Yeah. It's just, it's unfathomable. It makes no sense. This sound doesn't exist. It sounds like sounds being unraveled and re-raveled. It, 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 like you can almost visibly see the sound emerging from their mouths. Like that's how it's working. It's like pushing outward. Like it's, it's almost like you're underwater in some ways. Lou, how did you do? Um, I used one audience dice for a reroll, but it was still a five. Uh, I have one success. I used uh, wits just to try to like keep up. Performance isn't my specialty. Literally, the difficulty of this task was a collective ten. You guys hit ten on the dot. Five, three, one, one. Uh, and as as the five of you, including Adora, are are creating this extraordinarily harmony, you watch again as the the claws continue to shake more rapidly and rapidly and rapidly. Duke, as you're outside with uh, with with sunshine bright, as she is getting ready to to step back through with you, you watch as the that massive tumorous growth also begins to vibrate. This heavy heavy vibe to the point where the spiders are beginning to fall off or swing off or just kind of reach up into what you will assume is sky and just do a little slit and then just disappear through it in the most imperceptible way possible. And they start to flee as this thing becomes comes tearing down. And from a distance, Duke, as you're on the ridge, you look down, you can see your pack mates there. You watch as this, this constricting thing around the, the spirit guardian begins to unravel. Like, like it's just kind of beginning to be peeled back, but then it starts to splinter off in these tiny much smaller little bands, these strands. And one by one, they fall, five of them. And each kind of funnels down and then turns. And as the five people beneath this ball are, are their mouths open wide, this low, horrible tone, this amazing tone coming up, you watch as the spiral begins to just swallow up and goes right into their mouths as if they are inhaling this very large kind of noodly like shape, each one of them taking whatever, whatever horrific corruption that was around into their own bodies. All of you feel this just terrible taste as it wrenches down into your bodies. Each one of you go ahead and roll a stamina test uh, and you can tag this with resolve as well. So stamina resolve as you have 
effectively consumed with Adora, whatever that was. Is that the three success? Three is good. It's exactly enough. Uh, one, two. I am going to spend another willpower point. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> three, three is, is good. Three is, the three is good. Three is the difficulty. I got four oh, in total. Okay. Uh, after the reroll, four in total. Excellent. Use this. Keep rerolling. So now go. I've got some success. Actually, now I've got a crit. Okay. No. So all of you managed to keep yourselves standing. You don't retch up whatever it was, but you have just consumed something. The specifics of which you don't know. You watch to the, to the, to the side of you, Adora, who had suffered significant damage. She just kind of, kind of collapses at that point. She's still conscious and she reaches up and she kind of grabs Selena and she just pulls you. Take us back. Our lurk is done. And you watch as on the ground that you're standing on this dry, horrific ground. You see it begins to rain. You look up and you see it's beginning to glow brighter and brighter and the water dropping down from the spindles is now hitting the ground and slowly but surely you can see the water beginning to form once more. At that point you all go through the rite of passage, the rite of shadow passage. You sort of bend back through the light. Duke, in the distance, you and you and Sunshine do as well. And you all return to your cairn where you can immediately see that the water in in the 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 sort of the the cavern beneath the church has lost that blackish taint and has grown colorful once more that beautiful blue it's the levels are still low but they are rising and that is where we're going to go ahead and end uh this session appreciate you all hanging out for a little bit longer i wanted to end that arc since we're gonna we have like two folks taking a break uh, for the next couple weeks i wanted to end that arc but that is where we'll end for tonight that was Yay. awesome. That was Yay. Right. We did it. Cool. <laughs> we worked and we learned, and we learned more about evil. And Duke yeah. is the only good person. Yeah, definitely consuming those things is not going to come back at all. That's not <laughs> no, going to no. be. That's, that won't be a bad thing at all. Duke's no. finding a new pack. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right. Uh, so we'll, we, we went a little late. So let's go ahead and just do a quick little round table and we'll get on out of here so everyone can go. Thank you for those of you who hung out tonight for a little bit longer. We appreciate all the bits you've thrown. Uh, Griff, I've got your complications. <laughs> I have a couple for ideas for time. them. Sort of already used one of them, but I got others in mind. Uh, so let's go ahead and do a couple of plugs here, and then we'll get out of here. Jeremy, please go ahead and tell us about this Patreon. Yeah, Aaron Reese on Patreon. Get comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. Perfect. Uh, let's see. Uh, Aaron, tell us about uh, Garblock. Garblag next week on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Millie will be back with Coriolis. Wednesday at the same time, Dan will be continuing our adventures in Warhammer 40K with some more Death Watch Space Marine shenanigans. And then on Thursday, Lewis will be back um, taking them uh, on a one-ring adventure in the Ballad of the Bardings. Perfect. Also, real quick, real quick, uh, Pete, Garblag Pete, uh, his new quick start version of heroic deeds is out on drive through rpg for free you should check it out it's very cool fantastic i'll uh I'll grab a for those of you who watch this later on youtube check the show notes i'll put a link down there for it uh, i don't have it on hand right now for those of you watching twitch 
okay, so then for us, tomorrow night is our next session as we are going to be finishing up Conan. Aaron hops into the GM seat. It's our uh, our last Hyborian tale for now. Maybe we'll come back to it. It's a wonderful thing about Conan. Uh, but come, come hang out with us tomorrow night. Uh, Saturday, penultimate session for, for One Ring is our second to last. So come check that out as we are marching on Karndoom. That always goes well. Uh, then Monday, extremely excited for this as we have been gearing up for some Fragged Empire space sci-fi. Uh, we did our, our, our sessions here, got our characters uh, made, and it's going to be our first actual actual play session. Uh, so come uh, come watch that. Uh, and then there's some people on the stream that are that are possibly as if not more excited for what's happening on Tuesday, which I'm going to let Kipser do briefly. What's going on <laughs> on Tuesday, Kipser? So the X-Men are the best, and you should definitely start with the early 90s television <laughs> show and then work your way in through the comic books. I uh, oh highly God. recommend. <laughs> we, have, uh, we have X-Men on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. And it's yeah. Uh, very exciting. Steven's running that, and Jeff and Melissa and Aaron and uh, myself are all in it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Marvel role-playing game. It's our first session with our, our made characters. We were playing with pre-made characters before. We get, to, we get to actually introduce the characters we all made. We all, I think we know a little <laughs> bit of them. We know our names, but like, so it's still going to be, there's still some prizes, some surprises. Jeremy knows we're my character. I not set in Earth 616. We're set in Earth 101 for a lolly. Exactly. Uh, all right. That's it for us. Thank you again for watching. Thank you for following and subbing and all that good stuff. Uh, I already started up a raid for Insomniite RPG because they do weird things whenever we raid. They put weird stuff up on the screen. So uh, let's go do that. So follow the raid. We'll see you all later. Have a good night and bye bye. <laughs>